And now, it's time for Horror for Dummies annual Best and Worst of the Year Ceremony. And your host for this year, please welcome Tim and the Mushroom himself, Dr. Lufenstein. Thank you, thank you. All right, settle down, settle down. Welcome, one and all, to Horror for Dummies. I am your host, Tim, and with me is the funnest guy in all of horror podcast entertainment. His name is Mushroom. Uh, Welcome, welcome to the big fucking show. The biggest show? The biggest show. This is my favorite fucking show of the year. I love doing this show. I love listening to other shows do this topic. Um, it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. And this one's going to be big because we've got a f- bunch of different lists. We not only have yours and mine's best of uh, lists, we always have the most disappointing films of 2021. But then we also have got top 10 non-horror films. We've got top 10 listener horror films. Oh, uh, and then yeah, we're just. I gonna... knew about all of these. <laughs> A total spare of the moment things, so don't don't stress. But yeah, this this episode is going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, we are completely just going with it and winging it right now because your boy Tim here didn't do many notes uh, because he got too excited fucking with his list about three hundred times. Came all over his notes, <laughs> so smudged him. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. But um, <laughs> before we start, let's get the let's get the intro correct this time. Last last episode was kind of all over the place. So okay, okay. Welcome to the Horror for Dummies show that provides the funny while teaching the dummy and maybe yourself something about the films you love. This is episode one hundred and eighty three. And if you didn't know by now, on this episode we're talking about the year twenty twenty one, and uh, it's. Um, greatness, I guess. Maybe not so much. <laughs> the year that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's nothing like, um, hopefully this year is nothing like last year, but. <laughs> let's just say that. Yeah. Film, film wise, uh, all right, well, let's just, let's quickly just discuss right now, film wise, because. Sure. Uh, how do you feel about 2021 in films? I I feel like everything was de- decent, but like, again, and I feel like this was 2020 as well, but nothing was like particularly mind-blowingly amazing. I agree 100% with you. Like, there was a lot of, yeah, just like, like Zim out of 10s and like <laughs> a big chunk of 8s for me. Yep. And... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't watch enough movies, but which prob- I definitely probably didn't watch enough movies. But I don't know. Yeah, there was nothing that really like I'm probably gonna put in an all time classic list, except for maybe my top few. But like even then, it was like nothing was a ten for me. I you you say like you didn't watch enough films H- horror wise. I, I not meaning to brag, but I I watched double your amount. And even then, it, I, 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 I'm exactly the same. There was a yeah. lot. There was so many eights out of tens, but nothing that would 
really stick in my brain. There's no, yeah, you said it perfectly. There's no real classics. I did get one 10 out of 10 film. Yeah. Uh, only the one though. But I mean, okay. like, that's, and, and then even then I, I rewatched that film the other night and I could maybe put it down to a 9.5 or even a nine, but still, <laughs> oh, um, still like there, yeah, there was nothing that was like making my top 10 best of was really hard. I had my top seven locked and loaded, but it was the yeah. last three where I had a bunch, I had about 30 films I could have picked from. Wow. Okay. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting list. Um, I'm really, I'm really hoping that this year is better in films. Not saying that last year was bad, but give it me just, more it f- memorable. Felt underwhelming. Exactly. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just pessimistic because we fucking watch so many movies and shit. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Before we get into our lists, um, it's time to put the spotlight on a podcast. And I've got the absolute perfect fucking podcast for this episode here, right? Okay. We're doing a whole bunch of top 10 lists. Yeah. How would you feel about listening to a podcast that is directly, uh, just mainly top 10 lists? I'd feel pretty great. I can count that big. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving to you uh, one of the, the... Newest podcasts out there. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, this podcast has only got, at the moment, one episode out. Wow. Okay. One episode out. And, well, I mean, technically two, but one, one of them's episode zero. So like intro. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But this podcast is called The Horror Countdown Podcast with your Shit. host, Don Anelli. Now, oh fuck! If you don't know who Donna Nelly is, Donna Nelly is basically like celebrity status in the horror podcasting world. This dude has been around for a minute. He's been on uh, so many different shows. He has watched countless fucking movies. This dude, every time I go to my letterbox, if if I watch like the most weirdest movie ever, and I think, oh yeah, I'm pretty confident that no one's seen this. There we are, Donanelli. He's seen it. I'm like, fucking hell. This guy's seen everything. But he started his own podcast called the Horror Horror Countdown Podcast, in which they just they get a subject. Uh, for example, episode one is top ten Canadian horror films. Oh and, shit. And Don gets a guest and they just list their top ten favorites on that subject. Who do you have for the Canadian show? Uh he got um, Sorry if you don't know that. Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Van Vegel from the Land of the Creeps podcast. Cool. And um, I, 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 I'm bringing this podcast to light because one, Don Anelli is a good friend of the show. He he's just he's a good friend of every horror podcast out there. The dude's yeah. a fucking machine. He shares everyone's shows. He is like one yeah. of the main reasons. Uh, why I'm doing this spotlighting thing because this dude does it as well, but he also brings to light a lot of podcasts for me that I can find. Um, so he shares a lot of different people's shows, which is just saint-like, basically. Mm. Um, and he's just a fucking good dude. Don is a legend. I will. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I will say this right now that I you hate him. Yep. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, your boy Tim, me, moi, may be appearing in one of these episodes sooner rather than later. Well, that makes sense rather than somebody else going on this show. <laughs> I mean, you can always go if you put no, your name. No, I can't. I'm too shy. <laughs> I don't want to go on nobody's show. <laughs> so with that being said, the Horror Countdown podcast, go give them a listen, man. If you like... If you're like me and just love listening to top 10 lists, I don't know, it's something that I fucking love listening to, then go and listen to a whole show devoted to it. So that's the Hell horror yeah. That's the horror countdown podcast. You can find them on everywhere. They're on Podbean, Spotify, I don't know, everywhere you find podcasts. iTunes. You know what fucking go, man. You found this one. Look on uh, where you found this one. Yeah, do it. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Be a man. Bitch. all right with that being said let's jump into our next segment before we jump into our lists and that is question of the week question of the week question of the week for last week and the question was what song reminds you of horror films and i said last week that the best answer wins the song of the week which is the song i play at the end of this episode so Totally being, doesn't sound like you just being lazy and getting someone else to pick the song of the week. How, how dare you think that? <laughs> how, no, you're completely right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Thunder Twonk comes in first and says, There are a few, but the one that trips my memory of a horror movie I saw in the theatres was Jeepers Creepers. Granted, I saw it before they revealed the director slash writer being a piece of human waste pedo. He should still be behind bars. So yeah, the song unfortunately now also brings thoughts of terror that people like him exist. Seems like he was the real Creepers. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. Darren Wilson comes with a song called Necromantics with a song called Where Do, Where Do Monsters Go? Okay. I checked it out before. It's not a bad song. Uh, Samantha Bean comes in and says... Night on Bald Mountain by Modest Moscorigi in 1886. Hearing it never fails to send shivers, I just love it. Plus, it was used in one of the scariest scenes I remember as a child in Fantasia. It just instantly makes me think of all things horror and supernatural. It's perfection. To this day, it's my favorite song to have playing while trick-or-treats come to my house. Dude, did you ever watch Fantasia? Like the Mickey Mouse movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. There was a segment where, like, a big demon, like, opens its wings on top of a mountain, and that song plays. It's like, oh. it's one that goes, do, 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 Oh, one. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, um, that's a fucking mad song. Darian Brock comes in with a song called Insect Eyes. I don't know who it's by, but I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Sorry, Darian. Insect eyes on YouTube. Uh, Chris Paley comes in with just a bunch of photos of insect eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Paley comes in with uh, an artist called Harley Poe with the song Gorehound. Okay. And I know this song very well because it's a theme song of another horror podcast. And I cannot for the life of me remember that other podcast's name. But yeah, uh, Lance Langford says, Iron Maiden, the number of the beast. Nice. Alan Bernston says, do you want a party? 45 grave. That's the, like the main song from, um, return of the living dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Lacey Lou says red right hand. Ooh. Yeah. You good shit. Song. Yeah. Nick Cape, bro. Bill Casanelli says, don't fear the reaper. 
Yeah. Zim Vader, Mr. Sandman. Also, everything by First Jason just because of who he is and the themes. I've tried listening to First Jason, and I don't, I don't know. What's a First Jason? So, um... Oh, fuck me. I'll, I'll, I can never pronounce oh. his name. Ari Lehman, <coughs> I think okay. his name is. He was the, the guy that played Jason in the first Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. And now he's a musician, and his band's called First Jason. Oh. <laughs> Get it? They look like Man of War. Who? First Jason? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm watching like a video. Oh, really? I'm, yeah, that's, well. Wow. <laughs> it's uh, like, <laughs> yeah, like metal, well, like modern, more more of a modern Man of War, less like medieval theme. He plays, what's that? Oh, I can't remember that instrument. The 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 piano the guitar? guitar? Ki- is that the what guitar. Is that what it's actually yeah. called? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he plays that. <laughs> The most metal of all instruments, <laughs> yeah, the right. guitar. Up there with the triangle. He's fucking wailing on it, but <laughs> uh, Kate Pollock says, Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Also, Bad Moon Rising. Nice. Uh, Tim Walker comes in with Velvet Acid Christ Pretty Toy Edit. <laughs> It, I, I listened to it. It's a strange song, but it's kind of cool. You might like it, actually. It sounds like something I'd like. Yeah. Uh, Donanelli, speaking of, he says, accepts balls to the walls, demons. I have to. I don't actually know if I've heard that song. And I, love I haven't balls. heard that song. I've only heard, like, Fast as a Shark and shit. And balls to the walls? Yeah. You get your... It's a sick song. Alison May Ferguson says, Ring oh, Around... Yeah, I quite like this. Velvet Acid Christ. I knew you would. It'd be up your alley. Yeah, dude. Um, sick. Alison May Ferguson says, Ring Around the rosy. Imagine it in a soft, creepy voice. Alison, <laughs> you can. I think, like, heaps of people have done that on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> Adam O says, Slipknot, spit it out. Practically is a short horror film, especially the start. B. Dramine... An obvious answer, but Thriller by Michael Jackson. True. Uh, Bill True. Ca- Bill Casanelli says, also, anything by Ice Nine Kills. Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's the whole fucking point. <laughs> and Adam- uh, you know what? If we do best album of the year, I'll fucking, I'll put that up there, man. Okay. Are we doing music? Yeah, we might. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> whatever, then. Uh, Adam Adam O comes in again and says, "Oh, King eight hundred and ten Alpha and Omega." I don't know what that is. Um, I've left the best comment for last, and 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 I'm gonna let this song win, but there's a reason. So Ryan Sorkness comes in with "Total Eclipse of the Heart" because it's played by played at the end of Dead Snow Two. But the reason I'm giving it to Ryan Sorkness is because <laughs> I don't know if you saw. Did you see it on the Facebook oh, page? No, what was that? So apparently, <laughs> apparently, I just remember when everybody used to sing it at parties and stuff. Oh, that was good time. The song's a fucking classic. Man. <laughs> everyone um, would just start breaking into it and shit, and it was hilarious because it's such a good song. No, but okay, Ryan. Ryan says that we owe him a car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we I don't own a like. Well, I do own a car, but no, we it was owe, free. We owe him a car. Yeah. Um, apparently the reason he, 
I shouldn't be laughing at this because this is kind of brutal. He was he sent me photos of of his car or what was left of his car. Um, apparently, he was listening to us, and yeah. and and Luffy, I'm I'm blaming you because you made you made him laugh, which caused <laughs> you him. You made him laugh. No, it's all you. <laughs> which caused him to lose control of his car and smash into a truck. Oh shit! It's usually music that makes you lose control. <laughs> I now know what it felt like when you had your heart attack and I couldn't breathe for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean... Maybe don't listen to us while you're driving. <laughs> Ryan, I'm so sorry for laughing, man, but... You, you know, I, I, there's a little bit of pride in me right now. When, like, when you yeah. sent me that photo, I was like, wow... <laughs> We actually did something in the world. <laughs> yeah, it was negative, but it was something. <laughs> oh, shit. So, shit. okay, Ryan. Wow. One car in uh, 2021. <laughs> Let's go for two in 22. Oh, no. <laughs> Ryan, we apologize about your car, but here to make, to make up for it, we'll play Total Eclipse of the Heart at the end of this show. Just for yeah, you. I think that's only fair. Yeah. That'll... <laughs> Now we're even right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to this week's question of the week. And this is in regards to our episode next week. I want to know what horror film are you most looking forward to this year? Oh, shit. And, and we'll oh, we'll discuss it next week. We don't have to go yeah. into it right now. And we'll get into my second favorite episode of the year. Doing the trailers. Yeah, yeah. All right, with that, with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break right now and we'll come back with some sort of list. I don't know which one yet, but yeah, he- here's a commercial. Hi there. This is Daniel Luffy, a.k.a. The Mushroom from Horror for Dummies. I'm here to talk to you about fashion. When I'm not being the stupid dummy on Horror for Dummies, I spend the rest of my time being a fucking legend. How do you ask? Well, it's simple. I wear the official Horror for Dummies merchandise. You could be a legend just like me. All you gotta do is go to redbubble.com and search up Horror for Dummies. There you'll find all these cool things that will make you win at life. So just remember, redbubble.com, search Horror for Dummies, and then you can be almost as cool as me. Welcome back, and we are here with a few lists of the best and the worst of 2021. And we're going to start it off, start off this list with the listeners' top 10 best films of the year. And I, 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 gave, I, I I've done this for the past five years, or four years now. Uh, this will be the fifth year I'm doing it, where we usually find out what is the favorite film um, from the Horror for Dummies audience. Yeah. So, and I'll get to who the winners are uh, at the end. But I, I, I did a poll on the Facebook page and um, or Facebook group, sorry, and I basically came up with the top ten of what people liked the most. So the the winner obviously had the most votes, and the the loser, and I'll tell you how many votes they all had. But yeah, um, how about we jump into it? Let's do it, Luffy. I yes. have forgotten where the list is. <laughs> That's okay. We'll uh, we'll vamp naturally, and no one will know that I am stalling for you 
to find the list. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> All right, so seamless, seamless. <laughs> Number ten of the listeners, we had a four-way tie, and these are films that just got mentioned. They didn't actually get a vote, so okay. they were just mentioned. So. In a four-way tie of number 10, we've got The Conjuring 3, Jacob's Wife, The Trip, and Werewolves mm. Within. Nice. Fuck, I meant to watch that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, number nine, with a vote of one, we have The Night House. I enjoyed it, but yeah. Uh, number eight, with also a vote of one, but that one came sooner, uh, we have <laughs> Antlers. Okay, okay. Number seven, with a vote of two, Titane. Yep. Um, Then we have number six, with also a vote of two, Last Night in Soho. (laughs) Number five, with a vote of three, we have A Quiet Place 2. Number four, with also a vote of three, we have... Army of the Dead. Then okay. number three, with a vote of four, we have Halloween Kills. Nice. Number two, with also a vote of four, we have the Fear Street trilogy. Oh, are we counting those as one movie? I mean, I you guess can, so. You can if you like. Yeah. And number one, and this one ran it away with a total vote of fourteen. What? Yeah. Everything else was so low. I know, because, okay. every, because the number one was so popular. Uh, number one, th- this movie here joins the ranks of films such as It from 2017, uh, Quiet Place, the first one from 2018, Doctor Sleep from 2019, and The Invisible Man from last year. That was a good movie. The listener's favourite film of 2021 is... Psycho... Yep, very good. Psycho Gorman. Was it? Yep. You fucking me. I swear to God, I'm not. Dang. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be Godzilla vs. Kong or some shit. Uh, no. That was not in this at all. Huh. Yep. So there you go. That is the listeners' top ten. That bumps me out. Anyway. All right. Uh, okay. Why don't we get into our bottom list? Sure. Our least favorite films of the year. Uh, we'll go from ten down to number one, and we're just going to go round robin. So you can start first. Robin? You can start first, and then I'll start Did, first. Or when when do we do honorable mentions and all that kind of shit? You can do honorable mentions now or later. Sure. I'll just knock out a couple of mine. This is called dishonorable mentions then. Dishonorable mentions. I'm going to give a dishonorable mention to the listener's favorite, Psycho Gorman. Okay. Um, again, we fucking, we know my review. I fucking loved it, the pieces, except the little girl who ruined it for me. <laughs> Unwatchable. <laughs> for her bits. If they could make an edit without her in it, it'd be 10 out of 10 movie for me. I mean, that would destroy the whole movie, but okay. Yeah, it'd like ruin the plot line, but yep. like, yeah, if they could write her out of it somehow for the next one, that'd be great. Um, anything else? 
nothing really else particularly comes to mind in my dishonorable mentions. I didn't watch enough. So, uh, maybe Paranormal Activity, next of kin. It was just a bit meh. Wait, is that dishonorable mentions or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And my number 10 worst movie of 2021 is, unfortunately, but it's Escape the Undertaker. <laughs> All right. I, I had fun with it, but it's not a good. It's not a good. Doesn't matter how many options you take, it doesn't get better. Like the 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 hokey special effects, the like kind of shit looking under like they make Undertaker look really piss weak in this. To be real. And, like, the New Day shtick is kind of their shtick, and... I don't know, man. It was just... <laughs> Who was this for? Like, a kid's gonna like this? Like, adults aren't gonna like this. Horror people aren't gonna like this. I don't know who, who this was for. I thought it was silly and dumb, and it was enjoyable while I was in it, but then if you think about it for four seconds, you're just like... I'd never go back to it. it. It was it was disappointing. They they could have done something cool, but you know it's WWE. So what do you expect? <laughs> that's a that's a fair choice. I, I, I'll get to it in a second. But um, yeah, sure. Undertaker eating a sandwich. Like way way to break the the fucking the gimmick. And just like he was like wearing shirts, and he just looked a bit flabbo. Not saying I'm in any better shape than fucking Undertaker, <laughs> and he's like sixty and whatever. But like, the, and then he had hair, and then he didn't have hair, and then I was just so confused. Yeah, no, that but that's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right, so your number ten is Escape the Undertaker. The Undertaker. All right, on to me. Um, I, I'll go with my honorable mentions, and I wasn't gonna have honorable mentions. Uh, but now since you said Escape the Dis- Undertaker, dishonorable. Um, dishonorable. Sorry. Um, I'll put Escape the Undertaker as a dishonorable mention. Uh, all right, so my my ten least favorite films of the year, and and, and I gotta be I gotta be straight up with everyone before I announce my ten. Um, a lot of these films that I have in my list are not bad films, but they're more disappointing. They're more disappointing. Yeah, the, the, this this year, quite honestly, I found it a lot easier to make a top ten than a bottom 10, which is usually the reverse, normally. Um, mm. there, there's literally about half this list that... And, I, and I'll go through it, which ones I think are good movies and you should probably watch. They just didn't do it for me, and I, I just wanted more. So I'll go through it when I talk about it, but uh, I just wanted to start off by saying that. So, with that <laughs> being said, my number 10 most disappointing film of the year is Black Friday. Um, I yes. think that's fair. Uh, look, man, halfway through this movie, I was thinking, holy shit, I'm having so much fun with this. This could actually end up in my top 10 favorite films of the year. And then the ending happened. And what the fuck? Like, where did all their money go? They, they wasted it on cheap, horrible effects. The storyline went nowhere. A lot of characters just disappeared. Like, what happened to Bruce Campbell? Like, he mm. sacrificed himself. But yeah, he jumped in the see, hole, right? Yeah, it, you said it perfectly when, when we reviewed this movie. It was it was honestly like Bruce Campbell said, "Oh, you've run out of money. All right, here I go," and just disappears. 
Bye. Yeah, yeah. Like, for a cast like this, you have Devon, Devon Sawyer, you have the dude who played Spawn, Michael Jai White. You had um, a few people. The, go- the dude who was in Goosebumps was in this. You had a good cast, but it was just the ending that just bothered me. I... I, I once again, even Bruce I'm, Campbell could save this movie. Exactly, man. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's a bad movie, but it was just disappointing to me. So that reason alone, it's in my top 10. It is my number 10 most disappointing film of the year. All right. Up to number nine for you. Number nine for me is a recent one. A recent watch for me anyway. Uh, the Unholy. <laughs> it was like, Again, this isn't a bad, bad movie. It's just a very 5 out of 10 movie in a year where a lot of things I watched were a bit better. Um, I don't think it's terrible. I just don't think it's very good. Um, It's perfectly watchable, but it's nothing to write home about. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think maybe some people get way more out of it than I did. Um, Like, I thought the, let's say, monster design was kind of cool. Um, but there was just a lot of bad effects that the story was a bit meh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was kind of wasted. The, yeah, yeah, it was just, yeah, very average movie. Nothing terrible about it, but nothing that good either. That is fair. Quite honestly, this was on a lot of people's bottom lists. So it wasn't really a shock when you said it. I just kind of giggled to myself, so... Like, the only reason it's, like, lower than The Undertaker one is because The Undertaker one made me giggle because it was so dumb. Yeah, yeah, true. That's fair. All right, on to my number nine, and I'm picking another film that I... I, Not a bad film per se, but it's just one that disappointed me as well. And uh, we're talking about a sequel here, I think, but that is Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Man, look, I'm a... I'm a fan of the Paranormal Activity films, and we have to do them this year, Um, make you sit down and watch them, but I'm a big fan of the first two Paranormal Activity films, so when the news of this came out, I was so pumped, I was so ready, and this is not a Paranormal Activity film, I don't know what it is, they try to go in a different direction, which was kind of a trend with films this year, and... um, We'll get to it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... This one just didn't work for me. I'll admit, like, the ending sequence goes fucking bananas and and crazy, but it it was too little too late for me. By that time, I just checked out. This was very much a 5.5 out of 10 type film for me. So, that reason, I'm giving it uh, my number 9 slot for the most disappointing films. I think that's fair. I I enjoyed it a little bit more because I had no expectations. Mm -hmm. And, um, but even then, it was only a 6 for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, your number eight. My number eight is... Sorry, Heather. uh, Slacks. (laughs) Um, Just quickly, I I should have put this on my honorable mentions list, actually. I I kind of forgot. Dishonorable, sorry. Um, I was just bored. I thought the acting was stale. I thought the script was dumb. It was just kind of another haunting movie, but via jeans. Um, it wasn't that gory. It wasn't that interesting. I, I, I Look, I understand the message. Fast fashion is bad. It is. It's horrible for the environment. It's horrible for people. 
Um, but I don't know, this movie just didn't get it across. Everything felt just a bit too, a bit too corny, a bit too fake, and the effects were shit, and I didn't like it. And sorry, Canada. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I, I I get you. I get you. And quite honestly, this was almost on my list too, but um, I had ten others, so yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, number eight for me. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, buddy, but. I'm going with a film that you liked, um, The Beta Test. <gasps> no, not my Jim Cummings. Yeah, I, I, I realized. I think that's fair. I, I realized something last, like in 2021. I am not a fan of Jim Cummings in any way, shape, or form. This movie just fucking annoyed me. I was bored. I hate Jim Cummings. Any character he plays, I just I find him irritating. And for that reason alone, I just could not get into this movie. Um, Wolf of Snow, Ho- Snow Hollow from 2020, I, I didn't like that either. And I'm, I'm just realizing that it's just this dude. I just don't like him. I find him fucking annoying as all hell. And quite yeah. honestly, if he was around me, I'd punch him. He's your little girl from Psycho Gorman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Fair. Beta Test was just, yeah. I found the movie boring. And then with the annoying fucking yappity yapping in, the, in my ear from Jim Cummings, it's just not a film I liked. So, number seven for me, The Beta Test. That is fair. And look, uh, number, what are we up to? One, two, seven? Yes. No, that was your number eight. That's right. Sorry. Number eight. My bad. Oh, you got me confused. My bad. Anyway, and uh, just like our buddy Ryan Sorkness, uh, I took a wrong turn. <laughs> tying all the threads together. <laughs> okay. Uh, this wasn't a wrong turn movie. This... D- Look, you can say what you want about it not being a wrong turn movie, it not having the mutants, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Take all that aside. Even if it was called fucking Girl Learns Archery Too Quick in the Woods with Randos, (laughs) it still wasn't a good movie. Um, it, It had some interesting nuggets of an idea. You know, it it was well filmed I guess it was it was the start of the year one so I don't remember a whole lot about it I just remember everything we talked about it and every little bit we dissected and and looked at it just it just kept knocking it down like uh, it it didn't do well uh, well under scrutiny and um, even though I might not have hated it at the time just thinking about it for four seconds just everything falls apart so, like, even just as a movie, it's still a 4 out of 10. And, and as a wrong turn movie, it's definitely a 4 out of 10. Like, what a fucking... Why call it wrong turn? It still annoys me. It's like, if you're not going to fucking mutants and shit, how is it a wrong turn movie? Um, Look, I'm sure we'll get to it again, but that was my number seven. Very nice. I won't comment too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So on to 
number seven for me. Um, this is another movie that actually, I'm sure a few people would put in their top ten favorite films of the year, but this was just another disappointment for me. Um, my number seven disappointing film of the year is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, okay. I love the first two Conjurings. I, I, I'm pretty sure I gave both of them a 10. And this one just didn't give me really anything. In, in fact, it kind of went in a weird way that made me think of Marvel films. And I fucking <laughs> hate that. They, 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 they kind of hate sh- you for that. <laughs> they kind of showcased um, um, Lorraine um, as like kind of a superhero in this. Yeah, a little bit. I'm like, no, don't fucking go down that level. I'm fucking done with <laughs> Wacky, superheroes. Strong psychic powers. Yeah, keep your fucking superhero shit out of the horror genre. Go away. I'm sick of it. But Let Brightburn. Oh fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, this one just didn't do it for me. It had some cool ideas and everything like that, and I get it, it's like, meant to be a true story and all that stuff, but I was kind of bored with this one. And the the, the thought of re-watching this movie, uh, the, the thought of sitting there again watching this movie, I, I thought, nah, I'd rather, I don't know, cut my dick off than do that again. So Wow. Yeah, like, honestly, yeah, just thinking about... Because I was going to rewatch it. I was going to give it another go. But then I was like... And you were I, just I, like, no, I really don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't want to do it. And I just got to go with my gut, man. This one disappointed me a lot. Not a bad movie per se, but just, yeah, let me down really bad. So The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, in my least favorite film list. So Dang. Yeah, like, not for me. I gave it a seven. Uh, I quite enjoyed it still. Uh, again, definitely not as good as the first two, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, my number six. One, yep. two, three, four, five. Yep. Six is Shook from uh, early in the year on oh, Shudder, wow. I believe. Wow, okay. Um, It was... I just... I didn't fucking like this movie. I thought it was fucking shit. <laughs> uh, if... To jog anyone's memory, because I think it was ultimately forgettable. Um, yeah. it was just, it was that one with fucking social media shit. And it was all about like Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And they were like live streaming from the house and doing like fucking fake pranks and shit. All that garbage. Um, it was just crap. It was forgettable. The acting was bad. The story was bad. The kills were meh. Like it was just, just everything. I don't want in a horror movie. And it was... That kind of thing of, like, I don't know, like, when they use the internet in movies and shit and they do it wrong, it just sticks out so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a good example? Like, uh, what's that one with the kid from Stranger Things last year? And that was decent. Stream or whatever? Oh, um. Where he, like, live streamed everything and he was driving <clears throat> a taxi and, yeah. and that was cool. Yep, yep. Like that's a that's an example of it well done. Shook was an example of them using that sort of like live streaming social media personality star. Yep. Badly for me. Yeah, okay. It's a crap movie. To be honest, I I know I definitely saw this, but I don't really remember anything from it. <laughs> yeah, it's so. uh yeah, it's not great. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm struggling. Nice. Okay, so your number six was Shook. 
Shook. All right, my number six is a film that I also watched recently, and it's a film that pissed me off, and you can hear me talking about it, like, two episodes ago, where I get my fucking yelling voice on. But yeah, yeah, you do. This movie is called Bloodthirsty, and basically, <laughs> it's a werewolf film, but not really. Anyway, this movie annoyed me a lot, because don't promise me a werewolf film and then give me a fucking shit, like girl with fangs and a little bit of hair around her cheek. Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Give me a fucking beast. This movie, uh, I've been seeing it in a lot of best of lists. And you know what? If if you want to sit there and enjoy that movie, go for it. But uh, leave me out. I don't want to watch this movie ever again. Fuck this movie. Piece of shit. (laughs) I will will give it one thing though. It does have a cool soundtrack and it's a song I do listen to a bit. So I will give it one Thing. One point for the soundtrack. But you know what? And, and it did show me nice Asian boobies. But besides that, this movie can go fuck itself. Fuck off, Bloodthirsty. <laughs> I have, I have a right. vendetta against this film now. Fucking get you. Alright, your number five, I believe? Five. Yeah. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip these around as I go because I'm an idiot. Um... I'm going to go my number five to Breach, if you remember Breach. I I was looking at it right there and wondering where you were going to come with it. Yeah, um, I'm going to take that as my number five. It was Aliens, but bad. (laughs) It was just shit. It was just like, how how do I make the worst kind of sci-fi horror movie? You watch Breach and you don't, like, if you want to like, learn what not to do, do that. It was just, I I honestly couldn't tell you what happened. I just remember being severely disappointed by it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Just a Garbo movie. (laughs) Just fucking Bruce Willis. Michelle. I don't even know why he was in it. He was just doing Bruce Willis shit. Paycheck. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Paycheck or he's bored. Yeah, it was just crap. Everyone was bad in it. Everything looked bad, and I was bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is another film that I I remember nothing really about. So, yep, yep. I didn't really put it in. Yeah, nice, fair. nice. All right, my number five, and from here on in, we've got like there'll be no hidden films in my list. From here on in, we've got films that people surely would have seen, and if not, they've heard of. So, my number five is a film that I rewatched last night, and I did my fucking best to give it the fairest chance I could, but I realized that, no, this film is not as good as people are saying. My number five movie, my least favorite, my number five least favorite movie (laughs) of 2021 is Antlers. (laughs) <laughs> your face says it all okay here's the thing Antlers is not a bad movie at all actually it's actually really really well done uh, I, I think it's so. I think it's really well acted it's it's uh, actually no let me take that back it's not really well acted there are some flaws uh, it's really well shot the setting is fucking awesome there is a there is a lot to like about this movie the reason it's in my top 10 least favorite films is because the story fails in so many different ways. I watched it again last night, and quite frankly, this is a story that should have me fucking bawling my eyes out and sobbing. And when I'm trying to force fucking tears from my eyes, 
in one scrotum in <laughs> in one certain part, yeah, and okay. nothing's coming out. And I'm like, you know what? They they didn't do enough. There there is certain things that happen in this movie. Let's say certain sounds of a certain character that should have me fucking like like vomiting with tears, basically. And mm. it and it didn't work. It just didn't do nothing. Beyond beyond that, the story just it's so boring. I'm sorry, man. That the story is so slow, and I get it that it's a whole mystery of of what's happening in this town. But I I, I was bored. I gave it its fuck. I, I I tried my absolute hardest with this film last night. I did. I really because I really this is a film. It's a fucking creature feature film that is right up my alley. You got a cruel a cool looking creature, uh, in this dreary ass town, and it, it just. Honestly, it bored me. And then the whole subplot of abuse and everything like that, I just felt it was so heavy-handed, and I just, I didn't care. Just give me the creature. I don't care about what your father did. Fuck off. Um, so, oh, man, I'm sorry. I tried. I, I know you're shaking your head, disagreeing with me 100%, because I'm sure it's up your top 10 list. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, man, this movie just did not work for me. So my That's number five enough. least favorite film is Antlers. We'll get to Antlers later <laughs> in a different list for me. <laughs> Spoilers. All right. Okay. Number four. Yep. For me, it is a movie from the Saw franchise. Oh, shit. Okay. Spiral from the Book of Saw. <laughs> I don't know man I, I just thought it was boring I thought the fucking kills were shit and I felt like it was a shitty cop movie and it was so I remember the colour being off like off-puttingly weird okay Um, like just the kind of the whole hue of it I think they were trying to make out that it was really hot and it just looked bad um like I picked the twist, like, mm-hmm. I get you way early because it was super obvious. Like, I'm not usually a good twist picker because, like, I'm usually just happy to be along for the ride and get surprised. I think that's the most fun. Yep. Um, but it was just so obvious that something was different with this one than all the other ones. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and yeah, I was just bored. Uh, it didn't. It didn't have the good saw kills. It wasn't a kind of cool overstory. It was mostly just a cop film, which I hate the cop part of the saw movies. So it was just like take the least favorite bit from the saw movies, and then whack in a bunch of kills that I think are boring, and it just gets a fucking. It got like a three for me. I was just. I was just bummed out. I wanted. A, I wanted better from this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. A three out of ten for the saw movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was just bummed out. <laughs> That's fair, man. Like, a lot of people also didn't like it. Um, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than you. Mm. St- didn't make my top 30, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's fair. Uh, number four for me is a film that I'm pretty confident that you also have in your bottom list as well, so we might get into it. But my number four least favorite film of the year is <laughs> M. Night Shalomans Old. 
this movie's bad, man. Like I was, I was kind of pumped up for this movie. It was, it was an interesting concept. You, you hadn't watched it when I watched it, right? I watched it earlier, and then you came in oh, later okay. and watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So I was pretty pumped for this movie. It looks like something that was kind of scary, and there's all different things that could happen. That I was wrapping my brain around it when the trailer came out for a while, thinking, oh. They could do this. They could do that. Um, ultimately, this movie is bad. And when when it's I when I say they got like insane clown posse to co-write it, no, they do good movies. <laughs> I just mean for the magnets. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> one line. <laughs> it was the whole. Oh, anyway, don't get me started. Uh, I'll get to it. ICP don't understand how magnets work. Yeah, neither does he. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, this movie is just bad. It's poorly acted. It's poorly written. Um, there's a character called let me just let me just find out this character's name because mid-sized sedan. Like, are, are you are you fucking with us right now, M Night? Like, are you are you like? Did you make this character's name thinking, huh? I'm gonna see if people are actually as dumb as I think they are. And just call this guy mid-sized sedan and see what people think, because that's Rappers that's have such dumb names now. I'm gonna I'm not gonna come up with a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mid-sized sedan. <laughs> uh, that's what their names are like. They're that dumb. <laughs> that's that's what your movies are like. They're that dumb. <sighs> this look, man, M Night Shyamalan is probably the one director. That's the most hit and miss in all of directors in history. Yep. He comes out with <laughs> a good agree. movie, and then he's right back to where he started with a bad movie. This old is fucking horrible, man. I won't ever watch this again. It's so bad. And I was watching this. I was watching this, and I was so in denial. I was like, "Nah, m- maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm just not understanding it." And I'm like, "No, you know right? You know what?" You, you just got to call it, man. This is a bad movie. And so, yeah, Old is my fourth least favorite film of the year. Sweet. All right, my number three is a... What was it? Thai? Indonesian? I'm not sure. But it's the whole truth. Um, oh, okay. I reviewed it on one of our uh, catch-up episodes um it, it's it's sort of like a, a a haunting movie it's it's but it's like everyone speaks ridiculous like and that's not just because it's like a foreign fucking language film it's like the the dialogue is fucking terrible the the whole point of the story is terrible there's too many characters there's too many things going on there's like Fucking shit that makes no sense. The the CGI is bad. It just does the there's like the ending is like a twist and a twist and a twist and a twist. Like oh, it was just fucking garbage, man. Like truly was. <laughs> truly was a fucking terrible movie. Um and yeah, don't watch it. It's on Netflix. If you wanna fucking hate yourself for an hour and a half, go for it. This <laughs> is three, like whole truth. This is like 
uh, one of two films I think that you saw this year that I didn't that you didn't see yeah. and I wouldn't even bother dude we're, we're past that year now you don't need to well no because you told me I, I was going to and then you said you watched it and you gave me that review I'm like well glad I dodged a bullet yeah which is part of the story funnily enough <laughs> but anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> All right, on to my number three least favorite film of the year, and this comes with such a heavy heart, man. Um, this this next film I'm going to talk about is probably up there with Antlers as my most disappointing film, um, almost. But uh, I'm going to have to give it my number three spot to a shark film, and that is Great White. Oh. Uh, okay, I, I this is one of the films that I rewatched because I really, really wanted to like this. I, as you know, I'm a massive shark movie fan, and yeah. this is just one that the poster looks fucking cool. So I was really hoping that this could be up there with like the shallows or 47 meters down or something like that. But Jaws. ultimately, no, not Jaws. no, no, <laughs> nothing's gonna hit Jaws. Uh, but no, this movie is just. I'll admit there's some good parts in it. There's some decent practical effects parts, but that just comes so late in the end of the film and is only there for two seconds. Beyond that, you've got bad CGI. You've got about 40 minutes of fucking nothing. Them just sitting in a floaty boat, like thinking about what to do. And I was so bored, man. Um, Characters are fucking disgusting. I didn't like any any of the characters. Yeah. Oh, man, this movie was such a disappointment, man, because I really wanted something. I wanted another good shark film that I could put in my top 10, but no. I mean, I, I did, but it's not the right top 10. Um, but yeah, Great White, man, my number three least favorite film of the year. Fucking hell. Damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bummer to have a shark movie in your bottom list. Uh-huh. Yep. I know the feeling. Um... Number two, for me, you just talked about it. It's my turn. <laughs> it's old. Oh, shit. Okay, I um, thought this might be your number one. All right, I'm interested. Look, it it should have been. It should have been, and we'll get to it. Um, But, yeah, th- this movie is just fucking, it's just awful. Uh, like, it's got good actors that are given such drivel to work with. So they're just... And, like, the director's in charge of their performances as well. Like, I don't know if you fucking told them to act bad or whatever, but, like, there's people who are normally really fucking good. Like, there's someone who's in my, like, top movie and this movie. Like, it's fucking terrible. Also, has he heard humans speak to each other? Yeah. Like, does he understand how people talk? Because some of the shitty writes, I'm like, no one talks like this. How does he think people interact? Because it's not like this. And also, how does he think the world works? But it's just like, it's, it's so dumb. It's so, everything about all the science for the science fiction bit is wrong just completely wrong like like them all putting their hands into her open wound like she would 100% get an infection especially if they were you saw how fast the dude died with the rust infection yeah 
And everyone with their grubby ass hands, like fucking sticking in their hands in the tumor hole. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> also the fucking, the dead magnets don't affect dead cells. And it's like, what the fuck? That's why this, their hair doesn't grow ridiculously. <laughs> Even though the kid has a little beard by the end of the movie. So it's like, you what what rule are you following? <laughs> You're making them up. Uh, anyway, and then, yeah, like, what a twist at the end, blah, blah, blah. It's fucking, sorry if I spoiled some old for you, but honestly, don't watch it. It's bad. Like, maybe watch it with somebody and fucking rip it to shit. But, um... If you're looking for a good M. Night movie, this isn't it, man. This isn't it. You can turn around. <laughs> Get away from this movie. Go watch Signs. Yeah, go watch Signs. Go watch fucking um, Split. That was some shit. I, it, it's upsetting how good some of his movies are, even if they're, it does have his, like, fucking... Like, you can tell he's, like, fucking stroking his dick every time he fucking writes a script. He's <laughs> like, fuck, I'm such a good writer. <sighs> um, but, yeah, this fucking Garbo. What a fucking terrible movie. Yep. I'm hearing you. <laughs> yep. All right, on to my number two. And Luffy. Yes, oh, Tim. Mushroom Man. I'm gonna have oh. to, I'm gonna have to do it to you again. I, I, I'm pretty confident Get that away this, from my top 10 list Yeah I'm pretty confident This is a movie In your top 10 list But <laughs> it's my Number 2 Least favourite film of the year This is a movie That just pissed me off I didn't like it at all I found it was fucking Just weird But My number 2 Do you have any pick? Do you have any guesses? Mm, does it have something To do with cars? It sure does Mm, I thought it might. <laughs> so my number two least favorite film of the year is Titane or Titane or fucking Titanes. Fucking pronounce your movie right, you fuck. But uh, Titane or Titane. I believe you're the one pronouncing the movie. <laughs> no, because apparently it's pronounced Titane. Titane? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, Titane, whatever you want to call it, the French movie. Uh, I'll remember uh, that for later. I, <laughs> I should um. I should have known that I wouldn't like this movie when I realized who the director is. The director is, and I'm probably going to butcher her name, but her name is Julia DeCornio. Probably wrong, but she directed a movie called Raw, and that was another movie that fucking I, I couldn't stand either. Yep. Um, but this movie, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was weird. I thought it was gross. Uh, it, it creeped me out in not a good way. Um, I didn't understand anything. And, and and you know what? Okay, here's here's the thing. I have listened to a few top ten lists now, and this movie has come on pretty much all of the people's top ten lists. But the one Gross. thing, the one thing, <laughs> the one thing that I keep hearing people say is, I don't understand what this movie was or this what this movie was about. And I'm like, hang on. How can you put it on your favorite list if you don't understand what this movie's about? Fuck off. Because it's provocative, man. Oh, go it fuck gets off. the people your, going. Fuck off, you art lovers. I, ha- I, I, <laughs> I could not stand this movie at all. I thought it was fucking trash. And I know that people are yelling at me right now going, it's not trash. You just don't get it. All right, calm down, you fucking tool fans. I just don't like this movie. It's not for me. So, Titane is my least... Number two least favorite film of the year. <laughs> My least number twoest movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, number one. 
why old didn't make it to my number one spot. And I really honestly don't like that I did this. I know what your number one is. I really don't like that I did this because I usually won't give it to a crappy little indie movie. But I really didn't like this crappy little indie movie. And I gave it to a movie that nobody else has seen. (laughs) I don't even think Don's seen this movie. Probably fucking has because he's a fucking freak weirdo. But... Um, yeah, I'm gonna give my worst spot to, uh, Shark Huntress. (laughs) Uh, Don has not seen this movie, according to Letterboxd. Fuck yeah, I'm better at horror movies than Don. Eat my shit. Because Don can pick out a bad movie, unlike unlike you. It had shark in the title. That's not a good thing. (laughs) I thought it might be. Rolled the dice. <laughs> Came up fucking nothing. <laughs> Rolled the dice and it fell off the fucking table. Um, yeah, look, there's fuck all sharks in this movie. Nothing get huntress did it. Fucking, mo- like, there's so many deaths that just kind of happen off screen. And, like, people get pulled underwater and then there's red. Or there's red before they even get pulled under. Made no sense. But, like, and the whole thing is, like, some environmental thing as well. Like, it was just bad. And the acting was bad. The dialogue's bad. Everything was bad. And nothing happened. I don't know why they put this together and were like, yeah, it's it's done. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, like it might be like a Birdemic. It's so bad. It's a good movie. But it's it's not even because they just talk a lot. There's no, there's nothing interesting to like pick apart mm-hmm. uh, unless you just like picking apart like the acting and the dialogue and stuff. And like that dude with the beard whose videos I kept sending you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was just bad. Like I wanted to put old in the number one spot for sure. And look, maybe I should have, but I don't know. I just, this movie was just really bummed me out that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated it. This, and there's like, so the cover is like a giant fucking white, like great white shark coming out of the water to like eat this chick. You fucking don't see any sharks. Barely. Like, like, do, you, like do you see like any sharks? A shark or... biting anything? Yeah. No. Do you no. see a fin? You see, like, a little bit underneath one at one point? Yeah. That's about it. Wow, that's that's bad. There's honestly really no sharks in it. It's wow. bad time. <laughs> Get out of here, shark huntress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my number one worst, least enjoyable movie. Most disappointingest, lowest rated shark huntress for me. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I should have picked it old, but whatever. Fuck you. Eat my shit. It's my list. <laughs> All right. What do you Very got, nice. Timothy? Very nice. Which of my top 10 are you going to put in your bottom list? Uh, okay, so my number one least favorite film of the year is a movie that we reviewed back, I think, uh, January? 
I believe. Four years ago. Um, yeah, feels like it, eh? But yeah, this is the movie. Look, this is a movie that I kind of wanted to rewatch again just to see if my views had changed. I didn't get yeah. a chance to because I had other view movies to rewatch. But instead, I went back and listened to our episode on it um, just to get a Smart. grasp as, as to like what I was feeling when I first saw it. And as soon as I started listening to you and me talk about it, I'm like, okay, yep. Now I realized what my number one film is and now I can lock it in because it just reminded me of how much I fucking hated this film. My number one least favorite film of 2021. We are talking about Wrong Turn. (laughs) You saw it coming, didn't you? Uh, Yeah, fuck this movie. Literally, fuck this movie. And this is another one that I'm hearing in a few people's top 10 favorites. But you know what? Fuck this movie. Why... Why would you promise something and not give it to me? Do not give me a Nightmare on Elm Street movie and don't have Freddy in it. You know, if that happens, like so many people are like, oh no, this is this is pretty good. This is a good movie. But if, if this happened to a Nightmare on Elm Street and there was no Freddy's, people would fucking riot. There'd be yep. blood on the street. And then to make matters worse, there is a line in this movie that makes fun about hillbilly uh, cannibals. And how, he how dumb the they are. Billy cannibal movie. <laughs> yeah. And I took offense to that, sir. Do not tease my hillbill, hillbilly cannibal movies. Because I, guess what? Anyone you got in on the name Wrong Turn, which is pretty much fucking everybody, for the most part, or the horror movie fans anyway, and then you're directly mocking them? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Like, wow, what are you... Are you... Oh, my God. I mean, I, like... If you want to listen to our thoughts, go back and listen to our raw review of Wrong Turn from earlier last year. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I fucking hated this movie, man. I really did not like it at all. Um, I yeah. think we gave it a four, both of us. Yeah. I'm going down to a three, man. I fucking did not like this movie at all. I think um, that's fair. The, the further I get away from it, the more I'm just like, man, this movie was fucking trash. Like, yeah. What, what a fucking cunt. Like, like I was saying... Um, in my little mini talk about it. Even if it wasn't a wrong turn movie and it was called something else, it's still not a very good movie. Yeah, it's right. hundred percent right. So like there are so the many... fact that it is wrong turn is even more offensive. Dude, as I was listening, you pointed out so many plot holes in that movie that I think people just disregarded or, or didn't know or didn't see when watching the movie. But if you're one of those people that's like, nah, Tim, you're wrong. Wrong turns in my top 10. Tell me why. <laughs> Please. Like, and if you enjoyed it, good on you, man. That's fucking, that's awesome. I'm glad you did, but why? And then tell us what you want to happen with the franchise and if you want to see any more mutants. Yeah. And, uh... like. What would they do if they have, like, a Hills Half Ice movie without, like, fucking genetically mutated from... Do you know what I mean? Yep. It would suck. <sighs> anyway. Yep. So... No, no, totally agree. There we go. That is our top ten least favorite also, films. <laughs> glad it's not one that's in my uh, top ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that soon. Um... That is our top 10 least favorite films of 2021. We are going to take a quick break and we'll come back with the best of lists after this. Sure. Wait, were we supposed to feed him? You alive, buddy?
nice try. Anyways, Alistair, this is Psycho Gorman, or PG for short. Silence! Okay. We brought you some reading material, PG, and a TV to watch. Did you sleep okay? I'm sorry we didn't bring any pornos. Petty displays of wealth. How can your short lifespans allow such narcissism? Yeah, but look at all the hunky boys. I do not care for hunky boys. And we are back, and before we hit our best of horror films, we're going to be talking about our best of non-horror films, or basically best of media from 2021. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've come in with a list of my top 10, le- uh, top 10 favorite films, non-horror films, and Luffy's just come in with a list of basically different stuff. Yeah, so, I'm going to list some shit I remember. Yeah, <laughs> so we're not going to run, we're not going to give you a full review of each of these things, it's just kind of a list and maybe name a few things, but... We'll start with Luffy and his number 10. Oh, I have no list. So you start with your number 10 and I'm just going to list shit in random order. Okay. All right. Stuff I enjoyed. My number 10 favorite non-horror film of the year is a movie called Pig starring Nicolas Cage. And uh, this movie is so incredibly well acted. It's probably Nicolas Cage's best film since I can remember. And he plays the pig. No. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie is not what you think it's about, and it's actually a movie that, like, by the end, I was sitting there, like, almost weeping. So, yeah, my number Fucking 10 great. film is uh, Pig. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That that um that scene in the restaurant where he just fucking rips that guy apart. Yeah. Mwah. yeah. Chef's Kiss. What a weird movie. I loved it. It is, yeah. It was a weird script, but Jesus Christ, it worked. Um, so for my number 10, quote unquote, uh, I'm going to just do one of my, uh, favorite albums of the year. Yeah. Which was, uh, Ice Nine Kills, uh, Welcome to Horrorwood Part 2. Very nice. An album. Or, or what, whatever it's called. <laughs> an album that at first I didn't like and now since come around on, and I'd probably agree, it's probably my favorite album of the year as well. I've listened to it a bajillion ass times and like I went and watched all the videos and then I listened to both the albums and then I found their bonus CD from their first album with like a bunch of acoustic songs and shit. It was great. It was a nine ice nine kills, uh, heavy year for me. And I d- didn't even realize it came out and it, like Spotify was like, here, have this. And I'm like, thanks <laughs> fucking algorithms. <laughs> um, it was great. And yeah, my, Favorite song on the album literally keeps changing week to week because I, I just keep listening to it. It's fucking fantastic. If you like horror movies, you like metal, check it out. Nice. All right, my number nine favorite non-horror film of the year is a movie from Netflix. It's called The Mitchells versus The Machines. This is one of uh, a few animated films uh, that I've got on my list. This movie is just fucking hilarious. I found myself laughing a few moments during this movie. I just had a ball of fun with it. It's good times. I sat there with my kids watching it and I just had a really good time with it. So the Mitchells versus the machines is my number nine. I also agree with that shit. That was a fantastic fucking movie. Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to do one more album. Uh, I'm going to do spirit boxes, eternal blue. Uh, if you haven't heard it, uh, it's kind of like crushingly brutal metal. Uh, she, has like some of the best fucking vocals 
I've ever heard. Clean and screaming. Fucking fantastic. Um, just really good shit. Again, um, I don't know if you listened to it, Tim, but uh, another album I just fucking could not stop listening to this year. I need to re-listen to it. Let's say that. Look, I won't say it's for everyone, but I feel like it, it kind of went pretty hard. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, if you're into metal, check that shit out. <laughs> All right, uh, my number eight uh, film of the year is The Crudes, A New Age. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't I, watch this I, one. Uh, sorry? I did not watch this one. Um, do you like the original Crudes? I didn't want. I haven't watched any of the Croods. Okay, so I, um, I'm I'm a fan of cartoon animation things, especially since I have kids. Uh, it's just something yep. I can watch together. And um, this is a movie that came out for most places in 2020. Uh, for us here in Australia, it came out in 2021. I think like the first of January 2021. Um, mm. But I'm a fan of the first Croods. This one here, I went in with zero expectations, thinking ah. Uh, it's just a sequel that they're going to destroy. And no, this one made me laugh so fucking much. I had so much fun with this movie. Um, once again, I sat there with my kids. My kids had fun. So it's just a good family time when I can find a good movie like that that we all enjoy. So mm. for that reason alone, The Crudes, A New Age is my number eight. Nice. Um, I'm going to throw in a video game at this point. Uh, I'm going to go Valheim. Ooh, what's which, that? Uh, it's basically a game where you're a Viking and you cut down trees and you build stuff and you mine things and you fight big fucking gods and stuff. So it's Age of Empires. No, no, it's like a 3D sort of like survival crafting with like heavy Norse themes. Oh, so it's like one of the newer Age of Empires games. No, no. <laughs> no, it is not. Okay. But uh, fucking Scotty Crawford knows what I'm fucking talking about, son. So, yeah. What's, Valheim, it, what's it called? What's it called? Valheim. Valheim. Heim. Heim. With an M. Valheim. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Played, played heaps of that with Moe and Blinky and stuff and Nemo. It was great. Very nice. Okay. So, Age of Empires for Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my number seven is another Netflix film, and this one is a movie that kind of surprised me, man. Uh, this one is starring Kevin Hart, and it is called Fatherhood. Um, Big fucking suck. Obvious reasons why this is in my top. Man, this movie made me fucking weep. Uh, kid shit just fucking tugs at my heartstrings, man. And uh, this is very much... This was heavy to me, man, like... One of my, I'm going to get heavy here, but one of my worst fears is losing a child or losing my wife. That is something that that I dream about or have nightmares about. And this movie kind of coincides with that a little bit. And uh, yeah, I just love this film. I, I laughed at a few things and it's realistically, I'm going to be one of those people, but it's realistically one of those thing, one of these films that a parent will understand. So if you watched it, you'd be like, hey, what are you saying? What are you saying, Tim? What are you saying? Because I ain't got children, I ain't worth shit. Is that what you fucking saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, like there's things that happen in this movie that only a parent would understand. Um, you you would be like, okay, I get that. But when you... It's been... like the opposite of that uh, Fresh Prince song. Um... <laughs> Where parents just don't understand. 
But for this one, parents just will understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go back and play your Age of Empires. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, Fatherhood, I fucking, I really like this movie. So, yep, my number seven is Fatherhood from Netflix. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go another video game, uh, Age of Empires. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> second Age of Empires. Uh, fantastic. You get to build up your army. And, um, <laughs> no. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, I put hundreds of hours into maybe this year. Um, I hunted so many monsties. Uh, <laughs> it was mon- great. Monsty. Monsty. <laughs> And I'm going to throw a Monster Hunter stories uh, to into that as well, because there was lots of Monster Hunter stuff I did this year. It was great. I had heaps of fun. Uh, lots of time on the old Switch show there. Uh, so if you like big Monster Hunting RPGs, and it's like fucking great. That's what you want. Go get that. Very nice. Um, okay, so my number six favorite film is Cruella. <laughs> really? Did you see it? No. Dude, I heard it wasn't that good. From who? Who said that? On the internet. Wow, okay. So, so some internet people are stupid. I, I, I think the people, some people don't like it because it's a character you're not meant to like, but this is okay. kind of her story. Um, I heard <laughs> I heard something about the dogs and the dogs doing something, not to spoilers. Um, okay, I don't know what you're on about, but... Where, like, the dogs killed her parents or some shit? There's a reason for it. It's not the dogs that were just out there vicious going, fuck, I'm going to kill that human. (laughs) It makes sense when you watch the movie. No, this movie is just... uh, Maybe it's a movie that I didn't expect anything about because, quite frankly, I'm not a fan of 101 Dalmatians. Um, And Cruella de Vil is not really a character I care for, but this movie just blew me away. I had a lot of fun with it. It's it's very, very dark um, in some places. Uh, Emma Stone just fucking kills it about uh, as um, Cruella. And, man, I, yeah, I, I won't speak too much, but no, this I really had a good time with this. So I, I mean, I love Emma Stone. So. I, I recommend it, man. I think it's a good movie. Okay. So... Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. All right, your turn. Uh, my turn. I think last game I'm going to mention is Metroid Samus Returns. Uh, Metroidvania game, obviously, to Metroid. Uh, just so much better than I thought it would have been. Go around exploring, shooting shit, fucking killing aliens. Uh, it's a good time. If you like Metroidvania games, they fucking blew it out of the water. Uh, Nintendo doing its thing again. Yeah, they were pretty much all Nintendo. I played a lot of Nintendo this year. But yeah. Very nice. That's that one. Age of Empires 3. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, my number five favorite non-horror film is The Suicide Squad. Nice. Um. Yeah, Um. I'm not really a superhero person or a Marvel fan or a DC fan at all. In fact, I went and saw Spider-Man the other day, the new one, and I uh, didn't like it at all. <clears throat> but the reason is I had a four-year-old child with me who just wanted to go to the toilet every two seconds and it wouldn't sit still. So I can't really give it a fair review. But yeah, Suicide Squad is a movie that shocked me. I didn't expect there to be gore. There's a fucking shark in it that eats people. 
So sign me up. And John Cena's in it, and you can see him. Suicide Squad was a lot of fun. I just really enjoyed it, so it's my number five film. Yes, I know. I can see you. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> um, yeah, that was going to be my number five too, but you ah, can have it. No, if it's your number five, then talk about it. Um, yeah, because I fucking love... Um, God, what's his fucking name? God, the guy who fucking directed it. Um, um, Gunn. Yeah, I, lo- I fucking love James Gunn's movies. B- Billy Gunn, like, yeah. He did <laughs> ass wrench. Um, <laughs> he did. Uh, he did Slither, which I watched for the first time this year. I think I want to go back and just watch all these fucking movies for sure. Yeah, but everything I've watched of his, I loved. And Suicide Squad, the first one, was such a fucking bummer that um, them actually having a good Suicide Squad movie fucking was just great. It was so good. I really wish I went and saw it at the movies, but unfortunately we were locked down to shit house. Yeah, at that's that point. Right. Yeah. So I did not get to see it at the movies, but um yeah, definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Nice. Uh all right, I'm to number my number 4, yeah? Mhm. Okay, my number 4 is Nobody. Did you see that? No, it was on pro- it was another one that like I meant to see but we just didn't get around to it. Um and I really love, uh, what's his face? Bitical Souls. Um, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yes. Like, I loved, I loved watching his old comedy stuff and Mr. Show, all that kind of shit. Um, yeah. And just him and Breaking Bad and stuff's good too. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie was like, I, look, I, I saw the trailers and some people told me it's just like nonstop action and I'm going to be real here. John Wick ain't my favorite movie in the world. I mean, it's fine, but I think a lot of people speak really highly of it, and I don't really understand why. Um, so, <laughs> this movie fucking blew me away. And I can say that if you like John Wick, then check this out. So... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, nobody. My number four favorite film. Nice. Hmm. What to pick now? Um, fuck it. I think I'm gonna go Bo Burnham inside album and special, I guess. Uh, look, I gave this one a 10 out of 10. I fucking super loved it. Uh, it was another one of those things where it's like, I watched it like five or six times and then I listened to it like for a month. Uh, I super loved it. Tim, not as big of a fan, but still says it's one of the best pieces of work he's seen in a long time. But, um, yeah. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, go check it out and see what you think. You're going to love it. You're going to fucking hate it. Uh, Bo Burnham's inside. All right. On to my number three. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my number three favorite film is, without a shadow of a doubt, the scariest non-horror film I saw this year literally scared the shit out of me and it's not a horror film at all my number three favourite film is The Father oh shit yeah man I fucking forgot about that movie for a long time this was my number one favourite film of the year but I've kind of tweaked my horror list and non-horror list in a way that you'll understand in a second why it's not my number one but 
The Father is a film that if you um uh if you Alzheimer's, fuck, I was drawing a blank as to what disease he has. Um, if you, that's funny, you forgetting what Alzheimer's <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, the irony. Um, yeah, if you know someone that's dealing with Alzheimer's, yeah, this might be really um, hard for you to watch because it, it's showing it's showing what Alzheimer's is like, but in the eyes of the patient and. I, I know Zim Zim actually commented on, on hearing us talk about it, saying thank you for pointing this film out to me because someone close to him has Alzheimer's and he could understand what it was like for them. So, hey, maybe it might work for you, but this movie was just heartbreaking. It was fucking... Oh, man, this was superb. Um, I can't remember what I gave it, but if I didn't give it a 10 out of 10... Then I gotta go change my score. I think you were pretty close to nine or ten or something like that. I think yeah, I think it was a nine, but I think I gotta go change it because it's a movie that has just been in my head a lot lately, and um, yeah. it's just it's phenomenal. It's really really good. So the father, my number three favorite film of twenty twenty one. Fantastic pick. Um, I'm gonna just shine a little light on a movie that probably didn't get a lot of love this year. Um. I think it was more of an independent movie uh, called Lapsus. So it was sort of a drama sci-fi movie that I saw kind of early in the start of the year about um, these like people called like, I can't remember what they're actually called. It's It's been a while, um, but they basically go and they make connections and like actual physical like connections to things and get paid for it. Right. It's... um. It's really fucking hard to explain. Um, but if you see it somewhere and you see Lapsus, I definitely recommend giving it a watch. It's It was a super interesting movie. Um, and I really don't want to spoil much of it because it's it's better just left watched. Nice. Okay, Lapsus. I've never heard of it. Mm, mm. All right. A little indie movie I saw at the Dendy. Okay. Cool. All right, my number two... Um, my, my second favorite film, non-horror of the year. I, I put these next two, um, in the list. I also have them in my horror list, but I didn't include them in horror, um, for, for reasons. Um, Luffy, you might have one or two or both of them in your list, and that's fine if you want to keep it like that. But my second favorite film, non-horror that I'll go with of the year is Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, um, yeah. I, I mean, I list. mean, if you can, if you have it in your list, anyone listening right now in your horror list, that's fine. If you want to do that, um, one of the reasons I took it out is because I wanted to shine light on other films <laughs> that I had. Um, Fair enough. So that was the reason. But Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, did you expect it to be bad? It's a fucking giant yeah, lizard. Maybe. Person. Really? I mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe they maybe they wouldn't have done a big fight between them or something. No, no, but like the trailer. And like, then they like open up a pizza place or something. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Here we fucking go again. <laughs> you think I forget, Tim? A joke's almost a year old now. <laughs> um, but it's still delicious and crusty and cheesy. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong was just fucking great from, from start to finish. Um, even though the ending was spoiled to me 
due to fucking toys coming online. Uh, I still had a lot of fun with it. I still loved every second of it. Like toys. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's just a good, fun popcorn film that I'm keen to see what happens next. So give me more of the MonsterVerse. So Godzilla versus Kong in my number two spot. Nice. Uh, for my number two mention, I'm going to mention the movie Minari. What is that? Um, Minari is basically an immigrant story uh, about, I believe it's Korean, a Korean family that comes to live in America. It's got, uh, I think it's Stephen Nguyen. Oh, Stephen okay. Nguyen. Yeah, in it. And he's like, he plays like the dad and it's like him and his wife and his um his two kids and his like grandma who's fucking hilarious um and they basically try and grow their like day jobs is like their chicken sexes so they like see if it's like a male or a female right and whatever and sort them out a factory but in his uh like off time he's trying to grow kind of korean vegetables to sell and stuff and Minari is a uh, like a Korean like weed vegetable thing that they eat um but it was really good like it's not the most action-packed fucking movie but oh, I was just fucking bawling by the end of it I believe uh it got an Oscar or two don't quote me on that um but yeah it was uh it was a fantastic movie um from the uh, start of the year. Wow. So I'm just, I'm just looking at the star rating. It's got a letterbox and yeah. mo- mostly eights, nines and tens. Yeah. I, I gave it like a nine. Okay. I'm going to have to, ju- this is actually one that I saw the cover of and I thought I might like it, but now I want to go check it out. It's a, it's a fucking beautiful movie about family, immigration, etc. Okay, you um, have you, you have you have your family. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, you got me with the father, so I need yeah. I need to check this one out yeah. too. And it's it's a, he Stephen gets to really flex his acting chops. Yeah. Okay. I like him as like Glenn from The Walking Dead. I think he did yeah. a good job there, um, and even in Mayhem, he was good as that too. So I'll check this one out, man. Minari. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, on to my number one most favorite non-horror film. And I'm going with a film that originally I gave a lot of shit to. But since since I've settled down, it's a oh, film... Burnham's Inside? Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll get to that. Um, it, it's a film that's now thinking about it. It's just... It's actually one of only two films that I rewatched. Um, because I wanted to, not because I had to this yeah. year. And I'll just come out and say it. My number one favorite non-horror film of the year is Mortal Kombat. Shit. Yeah. Um, I mean... Spoilers, it was, that might be on my horror list. It, oh, nice. It was always going to be up there for me, no matter how bad it was. I fucking love Mortal Kombat. I love the lore. I love the games. 
Yeah, the old movies, they're fucking great. So this movie was kind of always going to be up there. It was one of my most anticipated films. And yes, it wasn't absolutely as perfect as I wanted it to be. But still, it had so many fucking cool things happening to it. The fatalities were more gruesome than I expected. Um, The characters, for the most part, looked great. Um, I just I, this is a movie that I want to go buy on 4K, and uh, that, there's a reason why because it's my number one film of the year. Non horror, non horror. Nice. What about okay. you? Okay, my actual non horror favorite movie of the year is Dune. Ah, shit! Another movie I haven't seen yet. Yes. Okay. Um, I fucking loved it. I, I I don't know what it was, man. It just, it kind of swept me up like a fucking Star Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it was just, it was, like, epic. The acting was sick. It looked fucking great. I kind of already sort of knew enough about it beforehand to sort of run with it when they're a bit thin on things. Um, Like, in the actual movie, I just thought it was fucking fantastic and I honestly can't wait to watch it again and I might go and see it at the movies again to be real wow that's big I, I really enjoyed it I don't normally double dip like that yeah um I honestly cannot wait to see the next part like I'm just like fucking release it already like um like I, I don't know if everybody feels the same I haven't really talked to many people about it but uh, this was a fucking super rare um a, a 10 out of 10 for me. I, I just, I loved it. I loved it so much. Like, I think if you like sci-fi stuff, fucking go see it. Um, see what you think. Maybe I'm hyping it up too much for everybody. But f- for me, it was Dune. Wow. Okay. I need, I need to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend it. Okay. Well, that's our favorite non-horror Films or media. Um, just before we jump into our last list, mixed is, bag from me. Is <laughs> is there any um, dishonorable mentions? Anything you didn't like this year? Um, no, because I don't want to shit on anybody. Okay, I gladly will. <laughs> Bo Burnham's inside can go suck a fucking dick. That movie yeah. was fucking shit. And you should feel ashamed for liking it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no you, I, I honestly can't think of anything for me. I don't know if you saw it, but I'll hit you with one that maybe you did see, but it was pure trash. That is Thunder Force, which... Um, no, I didn't see it. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? No, give me a reminder. It stars Brian. Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Oh, I almost watched it. <clears throat> yeah, don't. It's really bad. Okay. Yeah, and I love Octavia Spencer. So Dang. Yep. Those That's a bummer. Yeah, those two movies there. I'll, I've got Spider Man um No Way Home down the bottom as well. But I, I really I'm not I'm not being fair because like I said, I was so in and out of that movie. I was dealing with a fucking savage four year old who just wouldn't sit still, had to go to the toilet three times and yeah. So Yeah. I, I think there's a lot going on in that movie too, by the sounds. Oh yeah, you haven't seen it. That's right. No, it honestly that very well could have because I fucking love Spider Man. Yeah, you flip. You'll <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can't see, but I'm doing flippies. He's doing he's, yeah, he's doing the squirties. 
Yeah. <clears throat> it's cool. I mean... Just shooting ropes over <laughs> It's really cool when Venom shows up and Carnage and all that stuff. Don't so. fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched those two. They were fine, this two. Um, the funny thing is you don't know if I'm lying or joking. Well, there was, fucking, the, the, there was a tag fucking thing at the end of Venom, and I was like, is he fucking coming into it, huh? Is that what you fucking do? Is that what you fucking do? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I won't tell you anything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. We are going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> That's the crowd. <laughs> We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're coming back with it. With it. And it is... Our top 10 favorite films of 2021. So, we'll be back after this. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to get my impression of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger right. Getting ready for the big show. What? Oh, you mean Schwarzenegger for dummies. Yeah, that's right. The new show we're doing that's only available on Patreon. Yeah, 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 that's right. That new show in which we review an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie a month and talk fun things about him and try and sound like him and think about him while we stroke ourselves. Good, yeah. Ciao. Uh, 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 ciao. Well, okay. Yeah. Hey, stop being a hog. Give me a go. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Here I go. Hi, good to be here. Yeah, I wanted to come in because I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like to listen. You know, I listen to podcasts and I'm like, you guys, you're so funny. (laughs) (laughs) How's that? What did you think? Any good? Yeah. It's pretty weak. (laughs) Schwarzenegger for Dummies, the podcast that talks all things Arnold Schwarzenegger. Listen only on Patreon. And we are back, and we are ready to rumble. Before we do our top 10, I'm going to go with a bit of uh, an honorable mention here. I've got a list of 30 films. 30 films, and from number 30 to number 11, all I'm going to do is just announce their name. And that's it. Maybe I'll say a line of, one line of one movie, but that's it. So, and Luffy, after that, you can come in with honorable mentions as well, if you like. Mine will be a little different, but I'll explain it. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. Number 30, Super Deep. Number 29, Claw. Number 28, Don't Breathe 2. Number 27, Lamb. Number 26, Till Death. Number 25, The Reckoning. Number 24, All My Friends Are Dead. Number 23, Candisha. Number 22, Horizon Line. Number 21, Don't Tell a Soul. Number 20, Jacob's Wife. Number 19, Candyman. Number 18, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Number 17, The Forever Purge. Number 16, Blood Red Sky. Number 15, Slumber Party Massacre. Number 14, A Quiet Place 2. Number 13, Fear of Rain. Uh, Quickly, number 13, number 12, and number 11 was so close to being in my top 10. I will just say that. So number 13 was Fear of Rain. Number 12 is The Trip. And my number 11th is Superhost. Wow, yeah. Like, Fear of Rain and The Trip were pretty close to being in my top 10. Nice, yes. I really wanted to put Fear of Rain in there, and I think I've had time to re-watch it. It might have been. 
But yeah, that was just. All right. Yep. You want to go first, baby? Sure. Oh, sorry. Honorable um, mentions for you. Sorry, my bad. I'm, my honorable mentions are just going to be movies that I found particularly rememberable. Um, in a sea of not as rememberable movies. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give an honorable mention to The Trip, which is a fantastic comedy horror. Mm-hmm. Um, the Swarm, which was a super interesting... Wow, okay. Like, it, it wasn't the greatest movie, but it, it definitely stuck with me, man. It was a fucking weird movie, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Willy's Wonderland could have been better, but, like, I, I had fun with it, you know? Um, Lamb, as well, I'm going to give a special mention to, because, like, again, not the greatest movie, but I think it's a movie people should check out. It sticks in your head for me, uh, for me anyway. It really does. And, um... Look, not for nothing, but the Fear Street trilogy was honestly a fantastic watch. Um, but just just didn't make it in my top ten. Um, and I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna throw one to VHS ninety four too. I had fun with that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those. All I right. think that that people might have missed that I recommend. Uh, checking it out if they haven't. Maybe not so much Fear Street. Everyone watched that. But um, yeah, Swarm, Willy's Wonderland, Lamb, and uh, whatever else happened. <laughs> the trip. All right, cool. All right, well, do you want to start at top 10 or you want me to? Um, you should finish it. So I'll start it. Okay. Uh, my number 10 for 2021 is A Quiet Place. Part deuce. Oh, okay. Now, th- this is very biased and based on my viewing experience. Um, it was one of the first movies I saw sort of back this year when we could watch movies again. So we would just play on through them. And I got real lucky and they had a double showing of A Quiet Place and then immediately after A Quiet Place Part 2. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome seeing Quiet Place again and then just kind of kicks off right where we left off um, with A Quiet Place Part 2. So I just super enjoyed that viewing experience. Um, I think if you enjoyed the first one, I don't think it's as good as the second one, but it's a fucking good time either way. Um, yeah, so Quiet Place Part 2, my number 10. Nice, man. Um, this is another film that I wanted to rewatch. I, I literally had it scheduled to rewatch it, but my wife was like, "Oh, can we not watch a horror movie tonight? Because I'm a stupid vagina." So that's the reason we hey, didn't get Jill, a chance. Get out of here! I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, thinking back to it, the only reason I didn't put it in is because the ending kind of left me really abrupt, and I was like, "Okay, you are definitely a third part. Uh, sorry, a middle part to a to a." Yeah, this is a threesome. part two of a th- of a of a threequel. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. I, I don't know. The ending just kind of left me a bit. Oh, meh. Whatever. Mm. Um, still like a fun movie. Like it made my number fourteen. Um, has got me really excited for the next chapter. But yeah, just missed the mark. Let's see how it all plays out. Yeah, yeah. I am actually. All right, my number ten of twenty twenty one. I'm going. With the entire Fear Street trilogy. Good and, pick, um, man. Yeah, look, I was going to break them up, but then I thought, you know, if I'm ever going to re-watch 
these films. Watch all of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, if if I'm going to rank them, I'll rank them straight now for you. I, I will pick um, 1978 as my favorite. Uh, yep. 1994 is my second, and 1666 is my least favorite. Um, 94, 78, 66. Oh, okay, yeah. It's funny because when this movie was coming out, everyone who already saw it was like, "Oh, just wait till you see 1666. It's the best one yet." And then when it came out, it's like, "Oh." No, it wasn't. Um, Yeah, man, this movie just, these movies just wowed me because I am a fan of R.L. Stein. I never read these. I was a big fan of Goosebumps as a kid. Um, So going into these, I didn't expect much. And then like the first 10 minutes of the movie, you got a full blown stab scene. I'm like, wow, this is throwing punches and I'm digging it. And then you just got the cool costumes. You've got a full-blown serial killer fight in one of them. You've got mm. awesome soundtrack. Um, so overall, like, it's not a series of films I'll watch every year or anything like that. But I just, I had a lot of fun with it, man. So the Fear Street series is my number 10. Yeah, and the, the good thing too is they're on Netflix. So it's like, it's totally something you could chuck on at like Halloween or some shit like that. Or just when you're... You're like, fuck, i got a, you know, a whole day off. You know, I'm going to smash out the Fear Street. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And because they're Netflix originals, they'll never leave. Hopefully, unless <laughs> Netflix runs out of money. True. It's not going to happen. No. <laughs> My number nine is another one from earlier in the year, uh, Shadow in the Cloud. Oh, very nice. Okay. Um, What a fucking performance, man. Um, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moritz, yep. I want to say. Yep. Uh, really acted the shit out of this fucking movie. Um, it felt like a lower budget movie for sure. Um, a lot of the performances from the dudes were like really just vocal performances for the most part. Um, and they really kind of told it like a radio story almost. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then the action was like, nice and punchy like the mystery was really cool um and it, it's all kind of set in world war Two, and i don't want to spoil the monster but like the monsters are cool too um yeah just a good time and i think um underrated potentially for this year like mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people didn't see it i'm not sure like i'm not as fucking plugged into the community as you are so um, not lot, one I heard a lot of people talking about heaps. A lot of people saw it, um, but a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people said it was shit and, and really just a bad movie. And quite honestly, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I mean, obviously, because it's fucking my number nine. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was a fucking solid movie. I think she did a great job. And yeah, it was just a good time. Nice, man. Nice. All right, um, my number nine film. Um, I, I, I should have said this before I started the whole list and everything, but my number, my, sorry, my list are films that affected me and gave me different types of emotions. They're films that I, I um, are very rewatchability. Have, have a big rewatchability for me. Um, definitely yep. films that all, all ten of my films are films I'll return to at some point. Um, but they're Same. all films that affected me in some way, shape, or form. Um, so for my number nine, this is a film that when I first saw it, when I, the only time I saw it, um, I, 
I was along for the journey, but there was something inside me that was getting a little sleepy and getting a little bored with it until the end. And when it hit, I, 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 I was in bed next to my wife and I rolled over and hugged her. This movie just hit me in places that movies don't really hit you. So my number nine film of the year is a movie called The Night House. Oh, yeah. It was a cute movie, for it, sure. Cute. <laughs> uh, I will also say that this movie had two scenes in it that literally scared the living fuck out of me. To the point that I was watching this on my laptop, in with my earphones in, I had to pause it, take out my earphones, and just stop for a second. Because it just, it fucked with my head. Just a little bit too much. This movie was fucking phenomenal, man. I, I really yeah. got it. Um... I really connected with it. The ending's just like, oh shit, type of ending. Just really got to me. Um, this is a movie that I want to show my wife just to see how she reacts to it. Yeah, um, so. it's it's a very cute love love ghost story movie. Yeah, yeah, one that yeah. like quite honestly I did not see coming at all. Mm. So yeah, my number nine is the Night House. Nice. Uh, my number eight, <laughs> I can count. Uh, look, first of all, fuck you. I'm already starting defensive because <laughs> I know people are going to disagree with me. I don't fucking care. And they're probably going to say it's not even horror and shit about probably the next couple movies, but fuck you. I was in monster hunter fucking mode at the start of this year. I was just all about it. My bar was so low for this fucking movie. And uh, that probably helped it a lot. Wait, wait. <laughs> what is your number? Monster Hunter. Holy shit. Is my wow. number eight for this year. Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, said just me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking thought it was great. It had all the shit I wanted. It had palicos. It had fucking Arathalos. It had fucking monsters I knew. And I was like, oh my god, it's that monster. And no, it's this monster. I was fucking super stoked. And they had all the weapons and shit. Yeah, it's another fucking Paul W.S. Anderson movie. Who gives a shit? I don't care. Had Mila Jovovich been a badass, defying physics and shit for no reason. I don't know. I just had a good... I was just in the mood for it. And I, I was fucking stoked, and I loved it, and I gave it fucking 8 out of 10, and it does not deserve it. <laughs> that's what I gave it, and that's why it's getting my number 8 spot, because I had a fucking good time, and I'll watch it again, and I can't wait for the sequel, because there's going to be a sequel. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Monster Hunter from uh, yeah, earlier in the year. Wow, okay. So yep. your, your number 8 is Resident Evil. Very nice. Resident Evil Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm glad you got Age of Empires on your list. That's really cool. That's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number eight film, and this is another one that uh, we did watch earlier in the year. My number eight favorite film of the year is Shadow in the Cloud. <laughs> you know what? To everyone out there that says it's a really bad movie, fuck off. It's, yeah, I don't, fuck you. I don't really... I'll fight you. I... I've heard a lot of people say that it's a bad movie, yet no one's really given me an uh, explanation as to why they think that. That's just like, yeah, oh, it's poorly acted. 
I don't think... No. No, I don't... I disagree 100%. Now, the reason this movie is in my top 10, first of all, is because this is another movie that scared the living shit out of me. I was on the absolute edge of my seat watching this movie because this movie deals with heights. And I don't like heights at all. I also don't like heights. It's scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um... Oh, shit, what's her name? Chloe Grace Moretz um, does a phenomenal job in this movie. It has some of that Twilight Zone story mm. that I can't fucking remember its name. Oh, in the clouds? Fuck. No, it's not in the clouds. It's Flight Something. Oh, fuck, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. But, um... Damn it, I thought my review would say it, but I, did, I can't remember. But no, I just I had a really, really good time with this movie, man. I thought it was fun from start to finish. Um, yeah, you said it right, man. It's like a radio story on film. Um, but mm. then the ending, like through the middle part, it's like turns into a whole different weird creature feature film. Um, it's great. And it has a little bit of heart to it as well. Yeah. So yeah, my, my number eight is Shadow in the Cloud. I really dug this film. Nice. All right, Tim, you're going to have to get over here for this next one. <laughs> okay. Because my number seven is Mortal Kombat. Get over here! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is fucking sick, man. Um, again, same shit. I'm like, oh, look at this fucking Sub-Zero fucking Scorpion shit. I was just fucking happy that they did it so much better than, uh, like, don't get me wrong. The old ones have a special place in my heart. Yeah. They really do. But this one was like fucking gory. Yeah, the story is a little fucking a bit holes. Yeah, the fucking new dude. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> With his fucking. I don't fucking remember him or his stupid powers. Holy shit, I just realized what you were talking about. I completely forgot about him. <laughs> right? Wow. He was, he was like the main guy that we <laughs> connect with as the audience. Even though, no, we're all going to fucking see Sub Zero and Scorpion. Yeah, the whole time thinking about it, I just I was just remembering Sub Zero and Scorpion. Wow. Yeah. And it's like they had this guy in there that's like, oh, well, the audience will fucking enter through this dude. And his fucking power is like metal plating or some shit. Yeah. And Goro threw him through some shit. <laughs> whatever, can't get out of here. Um, but I would definitely come back to this movie. I'm gonna watch this movie so many fucking times. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat's. I want to buy it on a DVD player thing too. 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. That was your number seven, was it? Yep. Okay, interesting. All right. My number seven film is one that's uh, on Netflix at the moment, actually. And uh, I am going with Army of the Dead for my number seventh pick. It was in there somewhere. Yeah, man. This movie is just a ball of fun. The first uh, intro scene to this movie... I was just on the. I was just like on my seat, going, "Yes, this is fucking brilliant." It gave you that zombie land feel with the slow motion carnage to it, and yeah. like some of the gore in that just opening scene was fucking unreal. And then you get the rest of the movie, and look, it goes for like two and a half hours. It did not feel like two and a half hours to me. I was I was immersed by this movie. You've got some of the coolest kills. From this year, in this film, um, you've got <laughs> Batista in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got him. Um, you've got all these... You've got a different kind of... 
interesting story about zombies that I'm kind of on board with and keen to see where they go with the uh, numerous sequels they've got planned. But all yeah. in all, man, all in all, this movie just gave me what I wanted, and that's a fucking zombie movie that has unreal gore, has interesting characters, has a body count, and that's all I ask for in life. You know, simple yeah, things. that's it. You got, like, simple things. And th- this movie led to The Miz being eaten by zombies at fucking WrestleMania or some shit. <laughs> Why, why'd, you, why'd you have to bring that up? Because I hate you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I uh, I also enjoyed this movie. I gave it a seven. I thought uh, its story was a little bit weak for me, uh, is where it mostly let me down. However, that's not taking away from any of your points, which was like, it had some fantastic kills. It had some cool shit going on. There is some interesting shit that doesn't make sense now, so it hurt my brain. <laughs> but hopefully in the sequels, it'll make sense. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. It was a, yeah, it was a good time. It, it's, it's definitely a fucking just turn your brain off popcorn fucking movie for sure <laughs> why are you doing that <laughs> that's why we can't have video with <laughs> two fucking right. bunch of dickheads <laughs> alright all right. my number six uh, is also questionably probably not even a horror movie but uh, Promising Young Woman oh okay this is a movie I have not seen Um, it is your <laughs> kind of like ultimate kind of femme fatale revenge movie sort of thing. Right. Um, I really don't want to spoil it too much, but it is just... Here, I'll just... I'll read the thing. A young woman haunted by a tragedy in her past takes revenge on the predatory man unlucky enough to cross her path. It really... Makes you think about, like, how men treat women, how it affects things, like, just, like, it, it, it it's kind of like, I guess, every woman's biggest fear. Do you know what I mean? Like, sharks. having something like that happen. Hmm? Sharks. Yeah, sharks. Being on uh, your period in the water with sharks. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> um... Having something fucking terrible like that happen and having nobody believe you. And uh, then... Um, so it, it it's just playing things from that angle and it's fucking fantastic and it's fucking satisfying and I've seen it three times. Wow, okay. Yeah, like I watched it once again by myself. I watched it another time with my roommate and it was still great every time. So it definitely deserves a spot. My number six, promising young woman. Check it out. Hmm. Do you do you think I'll like it? I think you might, man. Like, I don't think you're enough of a cockbag to be like fucking get your men's rights activist up about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I I think you'd enjoy it. Would I understand it? It's it's not that fucking. Okay, it's not for dumb no. people. No. All right. It it works perfectly fine for dumb people too. Okay, good, good. You just got to have a bit of a heart. <laughs> I have a big heart. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number six film is is actually a film I have not heard on anyone else's top ten. <laughs> I haven't even seen. <laughs> <laughs> 
what a great poster. <laughs> no, it's actually a film I've never heard anyone mention, even in their honourable mentions or anything okay. like that. I think it's a film that just people enjoyed and then kind of just forgot about. But for me, I fucking loved this film. From like the moment wow. it started, I fell in love with it. Um, okay. It's a movie on Netflix at the moment, and it's a movie I enjoyed with my kids. It is called Night Books. I um, was going to give it an honorable mention, but I was like, nah, it's 100% going to be on Tim's <laughs> Okay. Yeah, man. Okay, so this movie, it, it's it's an entry-level horror film. I will say that, but it does get horror, especially towards <laughs> it, the end. You, you say that. But it gets hectic for a kid's movie. It does, yeah. Those little spider skull cunts are terrifying. It's not just that. It's the Uh, character at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The sweet treat. Look, I'll just say that this is kind of a Hansel and Gretel story done interesting. (laughs) Not like Gretel and Hansel, which came out the year prior. Um, this one's done in a Which more wasn't. and yeah, exactly. This one's done in a lot more entertaining way. And I will just say that the witch character looks fucking phenomenal. Like they took Ter- the truly terrifying. Yeah. They took the the idea of a Hansel and Gretel witch and amped it by fucking ten and holy shit. It, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, yep. This is in my top 10. Not only that, this movie made me feel like I was fucking 10 years old checking out, um, I don't know, Halloween for the first time. Or It made me feel like a young horror fan experiencing all these young films again. Um, you've got this kid who is a horror fan, basically. A young horror fan. One of his favorite films is The Lost Boys. He writes horror stories and I'm like... For no reason. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. That's like... It just reminded me... It put me back into my kid's shoes. Um, sorry, into my shoes when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and I just... I, I, I fell in love with this movie. I mean, it's got very heavy Lost Boys themes through it. Um, yeah. Which may have resulted in me bumping it up a few scores. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but overall... Easy mark. <laughs> overall, like, this is a movie that I I, uh, I put on again recently, and my kids cheered when I did. So, nice. Um, yeah, Night Books, I-, I feel it's a movie that's not getting spoken about enough. And I, if you haven't seen it, go and check it out. It is a entry-level horror, but, I mean, so is Gremlins. So, give it a go, and stick with it because the ending gets full on and it looks fucking great. So yeah, Nightbooks is my number six. All right, my number five, which is like actually a couple movies we've already talked about this. Well, you have anyway. Um, Titan. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Tim says it's bad. And I agree with him. I hate it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> no, I... Like you said, it's it's kind of your... The, the movies that stood out most to you. Uh-huh. Right? Like, f- for me, it's like... Do I completely understand it, like you were saying? No, you're right. I don't. I can only assume what it's about. Like... Like, a part of me, it's, like, the fetishization of, like, objects and cars and things like that. And then it's, like... But then I'm, like, but why, though? 
Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't truly fucking complete the circle. However, as far as like visually interesting shit, shit that'll fucking stick with me or like for a fucking long time, shit that I'll probably watch again to be like, what the fuck is, what is even happening? <laughs> it's this movie. Like, it just, I don't know, it intrigued me. I couldn't keep my eyes off it. Like, I don't know what it was about this fucking movie. I honestly, like, just talking about it, I want to watch it again. Like, it just, it, for, for whatever didn't grip you with it, it gripped for me. Like, I don't know, a chick has sex with a car and has a weird metal car, baby. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> mama, all this shit happens. Mama always said, "If you got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all." <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, dude. Look, look, man. I'm in the minority with this film because I- I've heard this one in so many top ten lists. But I- I'm guessing I was just not the target audience, um, clearly, because I don't have sex with cars, so. Yeah, my ass is so scarred from fucking tail pipes. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. That, actually, I honestly expected that to be higher in your list. So mm. now I'm interested to see where your list goes. I like where it is. The next one we've talked about, but yeah. I can think of three more. Okay. In your okay. list. So, yeah. All right, uh, on to number five, and okay, oh shit. Well, maybe this one's in your list. Um, this this is a film that um, made me go through so many different emotions. Um, I laughed, I cried, I was pooped your pants. No, I, maybe I did, but no, um, <laughs> I was I was not scared, but a little worried, I guess maybe, but more so, it made me just really appreciate the people around me. And this is a movie that I only watched like two weeks ago. My number five is Silent Night. And Again, uh, another reason I didn't include it on my honourable mentions. Because it's in your top ten? What? <laughs> no, because I knew you were going to talk about it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, this movie just... This, uh, I heard a few people talking about it. And, um, instantly I thought, okay, I need to check this film out. And holy shit, I am so glad that I did because this movie just blew me away. There is a wide variety of characters and I fell in love slash hated all of them. Um, this movie goes into so many different topics that kind of reflect where we're living now, (laughs) slightly. Um, and then the... Things happen in this film that just really, yeah, I had to hug my kids and hug my wife. Like this, this movie fucked me up in a little, a little bit of a way, but at the same time, it worked so well as a dark black comedy because I was laughing a lot with it too. Um, This movie is definitely a movie I'll watch around Christmas time next year. Um, Quite honestly, talking about it now, I'd I'd love to rewatch it again. Um, Silent Night just did it for me, man. This really, really, I, I just really got this film. I really, really liked it. So as soon it's, as I, as soon as I watched it, I'm like, yep, boom on the list straight into the top five. 
Yeah. This this movie needed a wide release, man. Uh, or yeah. a fucking to pop up on Netflix and get get like algorithm to death. Yeah, shit. Yeah, it it it, it should have popped up around Christmas, and I, I hope next Christmas it gets thrown on the, a streaming service and people check it out because it's fucking great. But yep. it would have been perfect for people this Christmas. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it, it, it's a bummer that whoever fucking produced it or put it out did such a shit job at it. Mm-hmm. Because it would have fucking been on a lot of other people's top 10 lists too. I feel like it was like it, it's my 11th. Oh, wow. Okay. So it wasn't far off. But again, the only reason I didn't mention it was because I was like, it's 100% in his top 10 list because it deserves to be there. Yeah. But I, I bumped up A Quiet Place over it just purely from for viewing experience for me. And I'll, I'll remember that more. Yeah, yeah, but but Silent Night was honestly the better movie. Um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, try and find it somewhere and watch it. And check it out. Do it. Do it. All right, we're down to the top four, Loof Loof. Top four. All right, my number four. We already talked about it. Tim didn't get it. I got it. Handless. <laughs> Um, I, yeah. I I understood. No, but like <laughs> like emotionally. Yes. Like okay. It, okay. Like it didn't get you emotionally because no. uh, it got me, man. I cried. <laughs> um, I did you see it at the movies? I saw it at the movies, and I watched it last night on TV. I saw it at the movies as well. Okay, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just. Super enjoyed it. I thought, I thought visually it looked fantastic. Like it was a really great looking movie. I liked all the stuff with like Felicity and the abusive thing and the flashbacks and all that shit. Um, the kid did a really good job for me. Like I really felt for the kid. Um, and the littler kid as well. That's why I really thought it'd get you, man. It was just one of those things where it's like, for whatever reason, it didn't click with you. And I loved like all the, what's the word? The cracking, I guess, that the monster made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought all that would like look fantastic. Um, again, it's not a movie I'm going to forget anytime soon. It just, it just hit me. I thought this was fucking great. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I recommend going seeing it. Antlers. It's about a Wendigo. <laughs> this is um you, you keep saying that Psycho Gorman is a movie that you wish you loved because everyone else seems to love it and it's up your alley and just didn't. Antlers is that to me. Because yeah. it, I, I you know what? Audiences are very oh, podcasts people are very divided yeah. with this movie. A lot of them see what I see, but at the same time, a lot of them see what you see. Uh, I think a few of them, I know Mark Nader from I the th- Horrorcast, this is Scotty his. Scotty and Heather were like split as well, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I know Mark Nader from the Horrorcast, he was like, I think this might be his number one film of the year. Um, yeah, it's not far off mine. Yeah. Um, Kevin Nez from the Horror Returns, this is his favorite film of the year. Um, so I... I I tried, I really did, and I really, really wanted this to work for me because it's right there for... It's like this movie was made for me. It's a creature feature. It films... It deals with 
um, children and dark things. The setting is mm-hmm. just what I like. It just, I don't know. It's like the writing just didn't like, work for me. Yeah. It's like the um, uh, the brother relationship. I, 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 just, I wanted it more. I wanted to see more of it. And I think maybe yeah. it would have made a bigger impact to me. And then the, the whole, the, the, right at the end, right at the end when the girls, when the lady's like, I have to do what I have to do. And the kid was like, no, don't. And then two seconds later, he's like, well, oh, yeah, okay. It's like, come <laughs> on, there's no, there's, I, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I, yeah. It's a bummer. It yeah, is. I'm psycho Gorman, I feel you. I am. I'm so let down that it's not my jam, but it just didn't work for me, so. It's all right, man. Yeah. What did work for you? What's your number four? My number four is actually a movie um, that you have mentioned. Um, it's a movie that, quite honestly, I, I when it came out, I was like, not really excited to see it for some reason. But this is a movie that has stuck in my head for so fucking long that, you know what? I'm making a last minute adjustment right now because I'm now talking about it and I'm like, you know what? But I always do this shit. You know what? It's going to go up to number three. It's going to go up to number shit. three. I'm swapping my number three and my number four around right now as we speak because... You're seeing it live on we- the recording. <laughs> we'll get to it in a second. All right. My number four favorite film of 2021 is a film that Calm honestly down. Did, I didn't expect to... I didn't expect to love as much as I did. And, and this is another movie that was very, very defi- divisive uh, with audiences. Um, I haven't seen a movie this divided since another film that I'll mention later. But um, uh, this movie is Malignant. Ooh. And okay. Malignant, Malignant gave me so much joy. It was so much fun to watch. It um, it creeped me out a lot because of the way a certain character moves, and I oh, love. I can't. I can't sing the Tom Green song. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure people who it's, are watching. It's spoilers, though. It's mad spoilers, yeah. and I want people to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but when you find out what what is happening in this movie, I was just like. Holy fuck, that is fucked up. I love it. <laughs> it caught me off left field. I, I did not expect it. Um, but, and then there's a scene at the end where it's just like, I was just like eyes wide open with the biggest smile in my mouth going, yes, yes, give it to me. Fucking um, Matrix scene. Yeah. This movie yeah. is fucking insane, man. It's so crazy. Um, I, I, I don't understand why people don't like it as, as, much as me and other people, um, because there are a lot of people that love it as much as as much as me and you. But uh, for me, yeah, number four is Malignant. Holy shit, I love it. You don't know how I feel. Yes, I do. But at number three, <laughs> <laughs> I have conveniently enough Malignant. <laughs> Not downgraded by me. Sitting pretty <laughs> in my number three spot. Um. Yeah, what the fuck? This movie fucking came out of nowhere. This was my 100% my, like, downgrade for this year. Uh, like, a movie I feel like is super underappreciated. Lots of people just didn't see or know about or hear about. And um, it was... Fan- 
this should have fucking made a bajillion dollars. It was so great. I, I don't understand what... I don't know. It was just like the right amount of kind of cheesy. And the story was weird. And I just fucking... I had a great time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I loved the reveal. I loved uh, the acting in it. I loved the action sequences. And, like, the Matrixy scene. Like... It was it was just so good. I'm really bummed that I didn't get to get a chance to watch it at the movies, but um, yeah, it was just fantastic. I would like I wouldn't buy a whole lot of movies, but I'd 100 percent buy this one. Oh wow, mm. that's when you know you got something good. Yeah, I want this forever. I want to have access to this. Forever. <laughs> All right. On to my number three. What is your number three? What did you bump up? What did I bump up? Okay. Um, so this is the movie, as I said before. It was better than Malignant at the last second. I'm not going to say it's better. It's just affected me more. Okay. Um, and it's a movie that you've spoken about recently. Sure. Um, yeah. It's a movie that at first I wasn't really interested in seeing it, but holy shit, I'm so glad that we fucking we, we watched it. Um, and it's a movie that honestly scares me every time we finish recording. And I'll explain why in a second. But my number three favorite film is VHS 94. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the reason okay. why the reason why it is in my... I bumped it up is simply because of Hail Ratmer. Ratmer. Oh, I love Ratmer. Okay, Ratmer, ever since watching this, Ratmer has fucking haunted me. Every Maybe time... that's why I had a rat Christmas. Maybe, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, every time I turn off the light, because uh, to people listening right now that don't know where where my studio, podcast studio is, basically I'm, um, I've got the whole second floor of my house to myself. And when I finish recording, I turn off all the lights and I have to walk upstairs and I have to turn off my say, light. It's like sort of his basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll say that. Say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to turn off all the lights and then run to the stairs, then run up the stairs in pure blackness. And for some reason, just the uh, the whole creature design of Ratma is just embedded into my fucking brain. <laughs> and, and it scares the shit out of me to the point that every time I walk up those stairs, I walk up with my back against the wall, looking <laughs> down at the bottom because I'm scared of Ratma. <laughs> I'm not. That's I'm so not good. I'm not bullshitting to make better radio here. I, this is the hundred percent true. Genuinely believe you. Yeah, it just and and the fact that this thing doesn't really move too much, like fast. But no. still, it's in my head. It's like, going to get you. Got to be quick. Ratma's going to get you. And I walk around the house <laughs> a lot going, hail Ratma. And my wife's like, what, what, is, what the fuck is Ratma? <laughs> That's what they should have summoned. They summoned Baphomet and my Ratsmas. Oh. They should have summoned a Ratma. Ratma, definitely. Maybe Ratma um, for next year. I'll try and find a toy. Anyway, um, inside baseball stuff. <laughs> but then you got like the other segments and like the uh, funeral home segment was just as good. That one's fucking freaky as well. Then you've fucking got fucking robots. Yeah, the robots was fucking awesome. The next one with the vampire was great. Realistically, and I'm gonna follow everyone else here, but the last segment, the wraparound, was disappointing. But overall, it was look mainly like mainly the first three segments. The first two segments really caught me. The robot one was good, I- and then the last one was good too. But is this the best VHS? 
No, I, I think there's better ones. It depends. Um, Ratma's just really fucked me up. So oh, yeah. it stuck with me that much. Um, but there is... there. Oh, man. Oh, we got to do the, the VHS series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, think I love this as well. Yeah. You'll like the other You'll like the other two. Maybe not the third one, but okay. you'll like VHS 1 and 2. But I'm keen, I'm keen, I'm keen. Yeah, look, I had to do it. I'm sorry, Malignant. You're still... I still love you, baby, but VHS has just hit me in a place that not many horror films have hit me. And... Yeah, for that's that, fair. For that, I have to say, hail Ratma. <laughs> no, I'm I'm definitely keen to uh, check out the other ones. Uh, speaking of keen, Gah Kong. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong takes my number two slot. <laughs> Um, what a fucking movie, uh, I saw it twice at the movies. Wow, okay. Yeah, I went and saw it with somebody, and then I went and saw it with a bunch of other people, and it was fantastic both times. Um, yeah, that's how you fucking do it. That's how you do make big two monsters. That's, yeah. And then they had another one. It was so good. <laughs> what a great review right there <laughs> yeah and then he fell over and then they're on the boat and you know yeah I, I sure do know buddy you have yeah, a very man. special day for a very special <laughs> little guy um, the human shit was just enough just enough mm-hmm. and I, I didn't care I just remembered that the fucking the fights were amazing and everyone had a good time. You know? Nice. Like fucking King Kong gets a, a big big sword. Oh, that's think, right. Axe. Or a hammer or axe, some shit. And he fucking smashes faces with it. And it's just great. I wanna see the next one and I hope it's good. I love these fucking Monster Island movies, man. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, like, whatever the fucking universe is called. Monsterverse. Monsterverse, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, it it's sick. It's sick. If you haven't seen it and you like fucking kaiju movies, go fucking see it. It's so good. Even with, even with Chubby Godzilla. It's on Netflix now. It is? Just fucking yep. watch it on Netflix, shit cunt. <laughs> Jesus nah, you're Christ. Right. You're alright, you're alright, settle down. It's okay, it's fine. Alright. Um, yeah, watch it. My number two. Godzilla vs. King Kong. That was also Mate, my don't num- even open up a pizza place. <laughs> that was my number two also, but in my non-horror list. Yes. So, for my number two, and I... <laughs> like th- three or four movies that <laughs> aren't horror enough for you. Oh, no, I only... I They were going to be my list, but I took them out because I had other movies that I wanted to include. Fair so, enough. I kind of cheated, but fuck you. Yeah, my number two. Speaking about fuck you, my number two is a film that a lot of people didn't like. But you know what? I hate it. Fuck you. Uh, You you haven't even mentioned it, so I'm pretty sure you did. Um, I don't think you hated it, but you didn't like it. You didn't. Anyway, whatever. My number two is (laughs) Halloween Kills. Fuck you. 
I loved it. This movie was everything I wanted. Michael Myers killing people. And that's basically all this movie is. And I fucking loved it. I loved every start. I loved it from start to finish. I loved the brutality. I will say that it's not perfect and there's some things that I don't really like in this movie. Yes, fine. But for rewatchability, this is one that I'm going to own. It's definitely one that I... If I'm doing a Halloween marathon, this is one of the ones that I'm picking up first. You know, it's up there with the original for me. It's up there with the 2018. And um, I'd put it up... I'd even pick it up with like Rob Zombie's Halloweens. So, well, the first one. But yeah, I just... I had so much fun. white horse bullshit in this one. Yeah. I had so much fun with this movie that I needed to put it on my top 10. Um, I I knew that it was going to make it because Michael Myers. I have him tattooed on my body. Um, I like him, I love him, wish we could get married, but um, yeah, Halloween Kills is my number two. My my Haddonfield 72, so 78 shirt today. Ah, nice. And (laughs) it's not even on your list, you fucking cheater. Yeah, it's fine. Look, I enjoyed it too, but it's just not top 10. And I also, I felt like it was going to be on yours. But it's way, way doesn't matter if it's going to be on mine. You can still have it, but you didn't even give it an honorable mention. I think everyone who wanted to see it would have seen it already. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But fuck all that shit, because you know what it's time for. What? What? Fucking number one. Oh shit! Here we go, baby. And uh, my number one... Wait, 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 wait. So I know what your number one is. Do you know what mine is? I have no idea. Wow, okay. All right. Well... Yeah, I I could probably if I thought about it for more than four seconds, but I want to be genuinely surprised. Okay. All right. Well, you go with yours. So my number one-inest movie for me is uh, Last Night in Soho. Nailed Um, it. I just... I love an Edgar Wright movie. You say, and he fucking did it again for me. I finished this movie and I immediately wanted to watch it again. Um, I will 100% buy this movie. It will totally just be included in my like Edgar Wright fucking watches that I do. Like where I'm just like watching Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and fucking World's End, all that shit. Just fucking last night in Soho. Bang that on the end of the list too, man. Um... I can't wait to watch it again and just pick out all the little fucking telegraphs that he does, all the little musical cues, all the little visual stuff. It was one of the most, like, visually stunning, well-acted, perfect music picked. The twists got me, like, it was just a great time at the movies. So glad I went. It was in that little fucking period before everything went to shit again where I could, like, go to the movies and enjoy it with people hearing people like gasp and laugh and all that shit. Um, yeah, just fucking great. Fucking great. If you haven't seen it and you're an Edgar Wright fan or if you're just a fucking movie fan, go watch it. It's so good. Um, yeah. So number one horror movie last night. So, uh, 2021. Very nice. Uh, 
No, another film that I, I didn't hate. I, I liked it, but not a yeah. film I'll ever return to. Um, just didn't hit me as much as it hit you. I know um, yeah. our friend Rob Humphrey. He uh, I was biased. <laughs> Rob um, Humphrey has his his number one as well. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck yeah, Rob. You're a good cunt. You're not alone. You're not alone. All right, on to my number one film, and this is a film that I've watched three times now, and I cannot get enough, and it's fucking amazing every time I watch it, and I'm not going to be apologetic because I love this movie so much. My number one film of the year is Psycho Gorman. Yep. I'm shocked when you said I don't know. I'm like, yes, you do. You just... Not I think it, properly. it literally needed four seconds, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said it yet. So, yeah. Psycho Gorman, okay, um, when I watched this, and this is like, so I basically found my number one film back in January, because I watched this in the end of January last year. Um, when I watched this, I had such an amazing time with it that I instantly, I think the next day, rewatched it, and... <clears throat> And then I watched it re- I, last week. I think I rewatched it. I think it was this week. And I still had such... You were such... so upset when I didn't like it. I, I wasn't upset. I was more shocked. Bummed out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Because I wanted you to experience it as much as... How, how much I loved about it. Mm. But for me, there was just so much to love. Like, beyond the fun jokes, there is so much other funny shit that I laugh at. Like, the whole fact that Psycho Gorman cannot remember the boy's name... Makes me laugh so hard. The, the the whole mother and father relationship is fucking hilarious to me. The whole fact that she, she's she's saying that he's lazy and everything like that. <laughs> Just I was literally pissing myself laughing about that. I loved all the characters in this movie. I know Luffy didn't. Uh, I loved Mimi, the little girl. I thought she was hilarious. Psycho Gorman is like one of the coolest monsters out there. And oh, um, he is. <laughs> this movie is just like, this is the one movie that I gave a 10 out of 10 to. Watching it again now, I can probably bump it a little bit down to a 9.5 because it's, I mean, it's not really up there for like a Jaws or anything like that. But still, I just had so much fun with this movie. It's a movie that I will own uh, when I have the money. Uh, but I'm definitely putting it as my number one film of 2021. And you know what? It's not just me. It's the listeners who also voted for it. So you are in overwhelmingly. I know. I'm look. I'm bummed out about it, but I just I found all of the humans so incredibly unlikable, and that's it. That's my biggest problem with the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking Power Rangers ass, gory bullshit. I fucking that's some twelve out of ten shit for me. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Like even as much as I truly truly despised everything that came out of that child's mouth and everything about her and her family i still gave it a seven mm-hmm. because it, it it is a 10 out of 10 movie for chunks for me yeah. and that's what that's why it was such a bummer man um but i told if if you dug the kid and you dug the family then there's no way this is a bad movie for you like, no, I'm, I'm scared. You know, I haven't rewatched it, to be honest. Why? I'm scared I'll rewatch it and I won't change my mind. <laughs> because really? I, I want, I want to love it, but I just 
No, that little bitch grinds my gears. I so it's like I understand what you're coming from. So I think I had the same problem with the antlers. Yeah, like I'm dreading doing the rewatch, the inevitable rewatch for the sequel. Mm, yeah, because I will watch it again for the sequel, and just being like, I fucking hate her. I just fucking hate her. I just <laughs> want to throw bricks at her. Like, um, <laughs> and again, it's not that she played it bad. It's just. It, it's just how it was written. Yeah. I, I just, I just found them unlikable. And then that's, that's my opinion. I don't think it was a badly made movie because I thought it was fantastic otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a good pick for sure. Like so many, like fucking said on the poll, so many fucking people love this fucking movie. And I wish I could join you guys and be like, fucking hell is yeah, it's the number one. Yeah. it. That's why it was like, I didn't want to put it on my worst of list because it honestly doesn't deserve it. It is not a bad movie. I mean, um, man, you could have. It's disappointing for you, so. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I've fucking, I've talked about this shit enough all year because it, it's such a sore spot for me. Yeah, I know. Um, But yeah, I loved the the monster design and just how like nostalgic it was and how it's like, Oh man, if the Power Rangers could have fucking cut Goldar's head off and made him spew blood everywhere, that would have been fucking sick. And that's basically what you got. Yeah. <laughs> with this fucking movie. It's so good. Like, if you like that kind of schlocky um, Power Rangers style of like monster costuming and like guar esque yep. um, kind of gore, then this is your shit. And I love that shit normally. Um, so, Hell's Yeah. Like, Hell's Yeah, I'm going to watch the sequel. I hope I don't hate. Uh, some bits as much as I hated this from the first one, but it's definitely a well-talked-about movie and probably movie of the year, really, for, like, horror fans. Um, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to be a movie that we'll talk about for a long time. Oh, it's, it's definitely a cult classic already. It's that's, 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 that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah cult yeah. classic. Yeah. For me, like, it's a movie, like, I put it on um, earlier this week, and there was just parts that I kind of forgot about, like, Parts that made me laugh that I've forgotten about that just, I just, like, for example, the, the husband is sitting there watching TV and the wife's telling him off for being lazy and you can see like, he's just like got his anger in his eyes, like he's about to do something and it cuts to him sitting on the toilet, like mouthing off to himself, like, what, what have you done with your life? I ask you. And I lost my shit. I thought it was fucking hilarious because that's kind of what I do when me and my wife get in, get into arguments. Um, okay, maybe I just don't get it. Yeah. like, yeah, I just, uh, everyone, I hated, I hated them so much because I'm just like, you're being a bitch, you're being a gutless wonder. <laughs> I don't know. And I you're just, just like, I see so much of this gutless wonder in myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I fucking, I love this film so much. So my number one is Psycho Gorman. So there we have it, people. It is done, dusted for another year. 2021, 2021 is officially over. Vault. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hope that this year gets, uh, is better. Cause I want, I, I basically want a Psycho Gorman film for my whole top 10. Does that make sense? I want yeah, a 10. I want. I want 10, 10 and a 10th. Oh man, imagine that, eh? Imagine. I don't Get think, on I don't it, think that's filmmakers possible. of the world. Yeah, right? 
But, Impress uh, us. That does it for this episode of Horror for Dummies. I know it's been a longer one, but thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, if you shit. <laughs> if you like our shit, then hit us up on the Patreon if you want more bonus shit. Uh, we've got so much stuff. You heard all the ads about it today, so I won't bore you with the details. Follow, us on, follow <laughs> us on Facebook, Instagram, and all that good stuff. And on to next week. Next week, we're going to be previewing 2022 with uh, what films are coming out and uh, give you a little bit of a trailer reaction in podcast form. So that is on next yeah. week's agenda. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stick and, with uh, us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us all year. Like we started our Patreon this year. We did some side stuff this year. We started a bunch of extra shows and you guys are all super supportive of all that stuff. And like to our Patreons that fucking give us money every fucking month. What the fuck is that shit about? Thank you so much. <laughs> And everyone who, like, listens and shares and comments. And, man, what a, like, what a fantastic year for this show. Honestly. Has Um, been. Yep. For sure. We love you guys so much. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. But, like, it wouldn't, fucking wouldn't be half as fun. No. And we're gonna try and make the show even bigger and better and better to listen to and fucking funnier and more stupid and more fucking horror for dummy shit is coming 2022 guarantee it yeah thank you honestly we hope you had a fucking the best year you could i know it's been rough for a lot of people yeah Yeah. (laughs) like we hope next year's better i'm not fucking crossing my dick but you know but yeah, we just we love you guys. Thank you for listening. And if we make your life any better, we don't crash any cars. <laughs> then um, we're glad, man, because uh, sometimes shit's bleak. And if we can, you know, give you a nice movie to fucking watch and turn your brain off, or make you have a little chuckle and you know make make you stop thinking about it for a little bit, then uh, we're we're happy to do it. Well said. Senor Mushroom. Well, with that being said, See. it's time to say bueno. good. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye, and we're going to send it off uh, with, with a little apology to Ryan Sorkness. But, but here you go, Ryan. Here's your song, Total Cups of the Heart. Let <laughs> me turn around and exp- and enjoy the year 2022. Here we are, baby. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Dip.
I can do A total eclipse of the heart Total eclipse of the heart 